Folks, welcome to the Jake Feinberg Show, and I'm sitting here at the Center for a Spiritual Living a Church in Inglewood, California, with, uh, you know, an unsung hero of the community and uh, in the music world, Harold Johnson. It's an honor to have you here. Good you to know, be with you, Jake. Good. You know, I, I want to go back to your childhood and I would just like you to talk a little bit about the how the the church uh, was used. Not used. That's the wrong word. What? What? How? How did the church help you foundationally in music and how, the spiritual part of it, and also the humane part of it? How, did, how were you raised? You know, and how was? How did it strengthen you? Uh, well, I'm a son of a preacher man. Uh, born in San Antonio, Texas, in the home of the Crusaders, you know, Joe Sample and everybody. <laughs> uh, Is that San Antonio? I'm, I'm from San Antonio. I think they're more like Houston. Houston. When I interviewed Joe yeah. twice, he, he talked about it being from a segregated town right. where they, the owner of the town wouldn't let the blues, the, right. the blues into the So go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, and uh, my, of course, San Antonio is my, my hometown. And... Um, we moved here when I was young, and um, uh, my father started pastoring. Uh, I was called to a church at, uh, when, in 59. I was nine years old. I had already been playing and singing in church at five uh, under another pastor, and and I, I uh, was taking um, piano lessons from uh, another giant. Her name was Irma Lawrence. She was a jazz pianist that... Uh, a lot of people don't know about. Uh, she's from uh, from the East Coast. Mm. She was a jazz pianist and and a, and a public educator. And at the age of five, you know, I started formal piano lessons and and in theory with her. Um, there was a conflict <laughs> because uh, uh, she was a outgoing Catholic that uh, um, you know she she was uh, light years ahead of, I guess, my uh, uh, family socially. She had been... Um, um, Specifically like what? Well, educated. Educated. Already educated. My, right. my family, you know, we, you know, my father uh, and mother, when they came out here, they continued the education, you know, and my father retired as a teacher, but when we came, my mother, you know, you know, continued her education, and she was a uh, beautician, and then uh, and then she, uh, uh, so, you know, uh, sold homes for right. Century Twenty One. You know, the kind of, you know, but she was already uh, involved in the uh, in the Urban League. She was all, you know, she was a pre NAACP person. Right. You know, what I mean, right. Gimacon. Right. So uh, her thing was, you know, she, she, you know, the church was okay, you know, because it gave me a foundation where I could practice on people every week. You know, you know, kind of sort of, you know. So well, it was, absolutely, it was, know, it was a place you know, to get secure. You yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, and but there was two churches though. I had a church. I had a choice between my grandmother, which was Church of God in Christ. Church of God in Christ then were, um, you know, the, the drums and instruments. They were into, you know, more instrumentation than than other churches. You know, they were the innovative ones, and the other churches. Uh, instruments in the original black church, traditional black church, was uh, uh, an abomination. You know, it was not, it was something that, uh, you know, uh, belonged in the nightclub, 
when they when they brought the piano in, I mean, that was like in the 30s. That was like, what are you doing? This is not a... It was sin, a, sin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Well, interesting. And, yeah. you know, then my dad, you know, during that time, he was also singing with a, uh, um, a quartet, singing with a quartet group. Quartet singers, you know, they were, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the Gospel Temptations, you know. That's not, that's not their name, but, you know. My mother. I was going to say, it's a pretty, know, it's pretty lofty name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and my mother, you know, grew up, you know, and, uh, you know, with her brothers and sisters, the Johnson singers. And, you know, when she was growing up in the 30s, uh, uh, they, you know, they, uh, a family group that sang all over, all over Texas, you know. So, you know, I, the music, I was destined. I mean, I, you know, I got it honestly, you know. And, um, and the mother saw to it that uh, I started right into it, you know. Uh, I want to go back to the, you said the, the conflict was between you were getting this sort ah. of, you were getting this education, worldly education from this teacher. Right. But your folks were behind the curve. Is that, is that where the conflict yeah. was? Yeah, well, there was a, there was a, uh, my, uh, you know, dad, he only wanted, he only thought about the church. You know, everything else was, it wasn't serious. It was, you know, but my, my music teacher, you know, she was just the opposite. You know, she said, no, that's not serious. But what I'm talking about, you know, your career is serious. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was, that was very, it was a very, <laughs> you know, I didn't bring the two together, but I had one on the right and one on the left, you know, and I'm in the middle of it, you know, so. How did you, and how old were you, 10? Well, you know, I, I started with her with five. Well, I was and just going to say, it's I like. And I, you know, I was like 14 when, when I finally said, you know, look, everybody, I'm going to do, I'm doing my thing. I was 13, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing now, you know, and everybody, you know, just. Everybody gotta give me room now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like give me some, give me some yeah, room, man. Yeah, yeah. So. You, um, yeah, you, uh, that's fascinating because uh, now that makes more sense. Because uh, for a little background for the audience, uh, I came across an LP, Harold uh, Johnson, Wide Open, mm. on a review. It's going back a couple months, and I said, boy, I. Uh, this name does not, this, this doesn't stand out right away. And uh, before we get into to that, um, but the idea of, of meshing the Gulf Coast sound, if you can talk about the Gulf Coast sound with the gospel and the blues, that is the sound that I hear in, that, in, in your music. Where did that Gulf Coast sound come from? When the... In the 60s, in the uh, mid-60s, let's say, uh, when I started my first groups, 64, 65, um, it was Mongo, Santa Maria. It was, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Palomo. It was, it, it, this was, L.A. was a Cuban-Latin, you know, haven, you know, and everybody um, had kungas. You know, not Congos. Look, I've been corrected a hundred times. Congos. 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 That's right. <laughs> not, not, yeah, I, I learned that too. It's Congo. Yeah, Congo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so when I started mine, you know, I, I, I had to have that. I had to have the Congos, you know, and uh, and timbales, you know, you know, and so uh, that was just such a part of L.A. during that time, you know, and 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 not realizing, you know, I mean, it was later when I realized, you know, I said, wow, it was an Afro-Cuban oh. Latin, uh, you know, uh, 
situation going on here. And, uh, <laughs> Seriously and, deep yeah, stuff, yeah, man. Yes, it was, it was, you know, yeah. and uh, and it was. I mean, and it was a time, you know, because when you, um, you know, in live festivals, live, you know, uh, performances, you know, all you have to do is just, uh, you know, let the Latin, you know, let your congos just have it, and the audience would go crazy. You know, that's that's what they were they were missing. They were missing some some roots. You know, it was missing some, you know, and. Uh, uh, some rawness and 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 that's the part that they loved, you know. And I said, "Whoa, okay, it's the rhythm. It's you know very uh, very important here." It's know? chop. It's chop and clave music. Yeah. And and that's the that is after interviewing three hundred musicians from your generation. It's it's that rawness. It's that imperfection. It's that beauty within the spiritualism, the love, right. needing the mathematics. Understanding the need for right. mathematics, but but this blending that was happening at a period of time that I wasn't even alive is the most magical thing, and and uh, you know it, it's the everybody had kungas because there were role models that they looked up to that had them. Is that is that why they had? Them? I believe so. You know, and, you know, I mean, just uh, during that time, you know, we had the lighthouse. We, we we had Chili's Manhole. We, all of the places that, uh, uh, all the jazz spots here in L.A., it would always be a group with, uh, you know, a Latin uh, uh, rhythm section, you know, and and, uh, and everybody. And even, uh, I mean, even after, if you listen to uh, some the early Motown, you know, uh, you know, it's kungas, even, even the Philadelphia sounds, kungas. I mean, you know, that's, that's, you know, there's a reason. For, you know, I mean, they're 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 borrowing from the '60s. You know, what I mean, and uh, I think uh, during that time, uh, that that was the um, the ticket. You know, if you you know if you had a rhythm section that uh, had that Afro, you know, the, the Latin thing, you uh, you got hired. You know, you worked in Los Angeles. So 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 at thir I'm sorry, at 13, you were still based in Texas. No no no. We're here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you guys came early. early. Work. There was work here. Why, why oh did, yeah. Well, yeah. see, no, see, in 13, 13, I was in junior high school. I but was, your father maybe had work. There was work for him here. Well, yeah. Well, no. My, my parents had, you know, had, uh, up. You know, they they came here when I was five, four. Okay. So you, so you were just born in in San Antonio. Yeah. But really didn't grow up there. No. It wasn't like the Crusaders where like they met in high school. You know. No, 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 no. Joe met Will oh, in high no, school. No, yeah. No, no, no. We were we were here probably uh, fifty four. Oh, so you can't the gravy train with biscuit wheels. I mean, just you were you were. Becoming of age, yeah, and right, and in the this scene was exploding right in the middle of it. Holy cow! Right in the middle, of it. and um, you know, I mean, you know, Texas was, was summertime. <laughs> we go back for you know. <laughs> well, it was it was the deep south. I mean, it was sure, even it's sure. still kind. It's pretty covert. It's a lot of racism still. Sure, but it's more. It's not as overt. Right, right. It's more covert, which is just part of. Humanity, I guess. Humanity, yeah, I believe so. Right, that's a global thing. That's a global thing, yeah. right? I'm sort of coming to that too. I, I, especially, you know, getting to hang out with all you guys, and, um, but, so, you come out here, and, you know, how, how quickly did you meet these? These characters. Well, or who did you meet when you first came? And you started to blend with musically. Well, I think, uh, through my. Imer Lawrence, through her connections, 
she wasn't, uh, I guess, in touch with the um, the black actors. She, you know, that's that's her thing. I mean, the Urban Link thing. She was the Ozzy Harriet of the Pearl. I mean, I mean the Oz, You know, I mean the. Mm -hmm. uh, um, um, I, I believe uh, um, that's uh, really got me in, into um, um, working among, uh, I guess, the, the, the black media. You know, at, at that time. You know, I want that's Ozzie very Davis, important. Ozzie Davis and you know, you know, and you know, uh, go ahead. No, I, I, this is part of. It's just very interesting you bring it up because it was, it, it was the black. Uh, uh, it was the entertainment right. was uh, there was so much crossover. You had com comedians with musicians right. with athletes. I mean, right. at Will Chamberlain owned jazz clubs, right. which then turned over. You know, Richard Pryor would do stand up with with a, with Calvin Keys and Larry Gale's Coffee. House. I mean, that right. you know what I'm trying to say. Sure. I mean, it, right. it, it was this. Whereas today, everything's kind of everyone's in their own yeah. elevated thing. Separate, yeah. right? But, yeah. but talk about that. That so she was tapped into the. To the activist movement out here, right? Yeah, you know, and, and that and that kind of you know got me, you know, got me uh, looking at you know uh, um, all the, uh, the different places of, of work yes. as, as it was, you know. And I finally, um, when I got to high school in the tenth grade, finally got to high school. Um, let's let's go to '65. Let's move it up because I mean, you know, the, the '13 and the '14. That was those were, uh, you know. Practice days, so you know, you know, we did a few gigs, but nothing like, like '65. '65 was, um, I was in high school, um, and a group we had been together for a couple of years, so we were pretty good. You know, we just all high school together. We all moved up together. What high school was it? Uh, Washington High School, Washington High, George Washington High School. Wow. Who was the band instructor? Oh, Mr. Butterfield. But what was he like? Mr. Butterfield and, and, and Charles Edwards. Yeah. Charles Edwards was the pianist. Uh, he was a genius. He had uh, like a, a Parkinson, uh, you know, head with shaker. He had, you know, and uh, he could, I uh, read, sight read up a storm. And uh, we were just, um, and Butterfield, uh, you know, he was from, <laughs> I don't know what planet, uh, he was the band orchestra. I don't know what Planet Butterfield was from, but he was a great uh, arranger. <laughs> you know, he was just so there was a duo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna so, say because the, the I'm, you know there's Jefferson had, is there in Jefferson High School too? Yeah, because Jefferson uh, was where uh, Horace Tapscott, okay. Billy Higgins, and some of those guys, and there were, the band instructor there, Sam Brown. Uh, those guys drove him up a wall because they were so progressive in their attitudes and their fearlessness towards expressing themselves musically jazz-wise. Well, well, you see, but that was a jazz time, though. See, that was a jazz time. That was a during, that was during mm -hmm. a time when the radio, there was no separation. You know, there was, I mean, there, there was a black station, yes, KGFJ finally came along, but KRLA, what I loved about growing up during that era, there, there, all the stations played all the music together. You know, I mean, that, that's 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 how you grew. I mean, now you got a hip hop station, you got this kind of station. You, then it was on one, it was on one station. Unbelievable, you know. And and uh, that was that was the the, the beauty of it. Then then when the jazz started coming in the '65, um, 
you know, I was, you know, I'm, I'm like working on a class reunion now, 45 years class reunion, you know, and I was, was talking to my wife, I says, and all the jazz, you know, we listened to the jazz station, I said, this was what we were doing in high school compared to what's going on in high school now. I said, listen to the music, I oh. said, all of this, you know, I says, and I says, you know, I, you know, all the different songs come, I said, listen to this, uh, song from my father. I says, I remember, you know, like three or four groups playing Horace Silver's uh, solo, you know, we just, I said, I, they were just so funny, you know, I says, and, 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 uh, and, and of course, you know, the three sounds, you know, all, you know, Cannibal Adley, all of the songs, that was right, you know, all of those songs, they are like 45, 50 years old, you know, and that's what blowing, that blows me away, I said, these, uh, this is my high school, all of this jazz, was my high school, you know, and then, you know, and then after, it was after high school, um, when, you know, I got into, uh, you know, I, I went to, well, I was, during high school, I was an artist, you know, for um, um, independent label, and then the independent label got picked up by Universal, which is the review. And then I left review and went to Motown. Yeah, but well, let, 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 let's but not I go back. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, we're not going to gloss over this. I one of my first interviews was with Ndugu. Oh yeah. And he when he came out from uh, uh, when he was here, same. You guys are roughly the same age. Uh, yeah. he, you know, he was talking about being able to hear Cannonball, Ray Charles, everybody, and 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 like you know. Somebody else uh, in in all in a half hour on the same dial. Yeah. What 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 do you think that did to your ear? I mean, oh, from yeah. a musician's point of view, what, talk about well, that. You, see, this is this is what I'm saying. That was, I, I hear the terminology old school, but there was no old school. It was either you were part of the school, the school, or you wasn't. You missed the school. You missed it. <laughs> you were not. You missed school. You missed it. Yeah. You know. You and and, right. it's, and it's unfortunate. So you now you got to learn about the second half. You know. And uh, hopefully that uh, you know the uh, my generation um, you know coming coming behind them. That I hope that my generation taught you know their children. You know because I mean you know now I have a son who's you know he's doing this thing. You know but. Uh, uh, who didn't appreciate it, <laughs> but now he appreciates it. You know what I mean? But um, no, I think you're raising a, an and I don't want to gloss over it to each his own. But as I look back, I thankfully for modern medicine, and you know, you guys are still living. Bird, dizzy, unbelievable. Coltrane. Yeah. The, now I've interviewed Cedar Walton and. Uh, Kenny Burrell and some of the heavy guys, you know, the, the part of that Titan class. But your generation is sort of what we, I used to call them jack of all trades, but now I call them master of all trades. I mean, you had chops across the spectrum because it was so, because of the AM dial, also because you could walk out of the church and across, the, there'd be just music coming out of storefronts. There'd be record shops. So, I mean, you were listening and hearing all this stuff. And so the accessibility and Getting you, I guess my question now is around 13 or 14, you're like, I need my space. Yeah. I'm not going to take directives right now. I mean, I'm going to be respectful, but I'm going, I want to exactly. carve my own way. Uh, how did you uh, become secure playing individuals, your individual sound, 
uh, in front of people? I mean, how did you get comfortable playing? Well, by that time, uh, everybody was was seasoned. You know, David Crawford was. I met uh, David Crawford at at my last classical recital, and uh, which was you know Armin Lawrence's production. You know, and uh, uh, Lamont McLemore took pictures. Who Lamont was a photographer for Jet magazine for a hundred years. You know, and he was there taking pictures and. And of course, Lamont was a member of the Fifth Dimensions. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. just, just, you know, just how, how connected everything, everything was. And um, um, I had been a, a seasoned performer. I mean, through recitals, through, uh, you know, Mrs. Lawrence. You know, I'm a Lawrence. You know, her push. You know, who's her son, Azar Lawrence. Now, is, you know, but anyway. Uh, well, wait. I mean, it's 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 funny. He's. I'm going to see him play tonight. Okay. At the well, RG Club. I had no idea that was his... His, his that, mother. Home, oh, yeah. my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. You know, I put the saxophone in Azar's mouth. That's beautiful, because that guy is transcending... Okay. The sound, yeah. I mean... The, the, when he, yeah. when, you know, his... his Armin Lawrence called me up and says, Azar, got a, Azar has a uh, saxophone. I said, really? I said, well, uh, we haven't rehearsed to bring him back, you know. And she brought him, and he was playing everything uh, all over the place, you know. But uh, and we laugh about that at first rehearsal when you come in, you know, you know this, because you know <laughs> what are you playing? But you know he got it, <laughs> he got it together, and we let right, him, right, you know, let him jam. Right, well, that, that that was the that's beautiful, yeah, you know. beautiful. You don't you don't get down on somebody. You just no. you let it, you you support him. Yeah, you let him, you know, and that's and that's what it was, and uh, and a history, of course, you know. I mean, as. But I, I laugh about that. There were so many, so a lot of people. You know, we started uh, in in uh, uh, my bass player's uh, den. You know, which was kind of which who lived around around the corner. You know, Jim Nash, Larry Nash, brother. I didn't I didn't know he had a brother. Oh, Jim Nash was the bass. He was bass. bad 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 player. Yeah, yeah, he was the bassist. But Jim. Uh, was uh, you know you know the Nashes you know they, they they had genius you know so they had other other things and Jim Jim Nash you know worked for NBC as a news uh, commentator or gatherer for he wrote what the what the uh, news reporters reported. He was also an upright bassist. Yeah, that that that, that yeah, I see people like that now in media there. They're economists, brilliant media pundits, and they love playing the upright bass. And you know, I mean, it's it's cool. Yeah, you know, you know. and uh, which which was uh, he's more responsible, you know, for for uh, uh, starting the you know the Harold Johnson sextet. You know, the Harold Johnson. So let's just start. So you had him, and and how would you classify? Him? Well, let's not even do that because that's the problem with my generation. I don't know how old your son is. At thirty-five, you know, yeah, he's forty. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's everything is. This is a very deep question, but did you, just from a global thing, you talked about the guy from the Fifth Dimensions taking photos, mm -hmm. all right, and, and this kind of homogeneous, this, this familial quality that Azar's mother knew about within the African-American community, and it was all kind of interconnected. Right. Do you remember points in history over the last 30 years where something in your gut, something happened from a policy point of view or from a society point of view 
that you, you saw these things getting stratified, getting separated, more tiered off, or is there really no boogeyman? Is it just a natural evolution? I'm, I'm trying to because I'm trying to get perspective but, on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Watts riot was a, a you know a really rude awakening. You know, I mean, because uh, you, you know, even though we were enjoying. Um, you know some of the great moments of life. You know some of the leisure time to make it money, and and uh, it really opened our eyes to um, the temperature of, of racism. Mm -hmm. We knew it. You know, it was getting warmer, but we didn't know. You know, it reached a boiling point that it was, uh, and it was a kind of. Uh, um, it was disheartening. You know, because I mean, I was, you know, uh, raised doing doing an era where everything was still together, you know, as we thought on the surface, you know, we didn't know it was under, under, under you, know, <laughs> you know, but it was all together, you know, and so, you know, I think that's one of the reasons, one of the, uh, I find a lot of the musicians, like Ndugo, you know, I mean, back in that, you know, Ndugo grew up playing everything, you know, the guys now, uh, you know, they have a different kind of thing, you know, not, not to take anything away from them, but, you know, when I hear a kid, you know, uh, when I was at the college, you know, I said, what do you do? He said, well, I do beats. You do beats? What do you mean you do beats? You know what I mean? You know, he don't play, so he doesn't play, he doesn't play at drums. He, you know, he has a, you know, a drum machine and he do, he do beats. Okay. You know, so as opposed to. <laughs> well, go on, I mean, but, but, but I okay. think what you're, I think, I, I think, I think what I want to say is, okay. is that I, I believe, and you tell me. Because <laughs> Bur Carl Burnett, the drummer, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, he 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 uh, he said, growing up in the projects in South Central, these are different kinds of projects. But when they heard about that 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 boy, his name escapes me now, uh, driving whistling at that white woman. Yeah, Emmett Emmett Tillman. Okay, when he got lynched, yeah. that was a wake up call in in, in his in his projects well, it, because he was he, he's like I didn't know anything was like you know yeah. I mean you guys were kind of in an enclave here. Yeah. So the Watts riots came. Did that break some hearts? Did some some people well, now, spiritually die? Well, let's go back to the yeah. Edmonton. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, that that's something that that affected my my parents in a way that uh, uh, to hear them talk about it. Of course, it gave me a brand new. And then and then, of course, going back and forth to Texas, experiencing different things. You know, you know, the, you know. Said, okay, but then you know, mm. here, you know, I mean, it wasn't. You know, I mean, it was it was the same racism. I mean, they they they, they didn't wear. You know sheets, you know, you know, but they they wore three piece suits. So I mean, you 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 recognize, you know, it 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 comes out, you know, you know, but different looks, same same yeah, same same thing, yeah. you know. But I think I think I think it was uh, a lot of social things were happening, you know, like um, let me give you an example, Trayvon and 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 Zimmerman. Yeah. Okay. That's the same case, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so right, 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 right. Okay. Let's 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 move this back. Yeah. You know, to uh, forty years. Let's move. Let's you know. Let's yeah. say it didn't happen. You know, a few months ago. Let's. I mean, you know, last year. Let's say you know. Let's move it back to you know the sixties. You know, um, it it would be a different kind of temperature. How? I mean, how? 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 Because because of I, I think I think. Uh, 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 everybody, um, I believe that everybody is a little more with the justice system. I, I think, and, and how it works and how it 
does not work. I think everybody was not um, that that informed, you know, on on, on uh, what it is uh, that uh, you know that the attorneys do or what they don't do, and if they don't do, you know, what I mean, or you know, how would would affect the outcome. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just you know uh, you know it wasn't just black and white. You know, whoa, he shot him down. Well, you know, oh, you know, what I mean, there's there's more to it. You know, what I mean, so I think I think. I think I think that uh, 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 everybody is more savvy. I mean, I mean. Uh, well, but, but let's let's again. That this is a very interesting case. Uh, it, but we're going back pre-digital age. Uh, if that happened in the forty years ago, um, but because the community was more tight knit, do you feel like there would have been a stronger pushback from the African American community to say, we know. There would, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. as opposed to now where people are more apt to look the, maybe look are you saying they look the other no no no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, tell me yeah I mean not, I not so sure. much not so much looking the other way I'm, I'm thinking now that we you know because of because of the digital age because of um, there are more uh, uh, there's more to look at and more uh, information, uh, information. That, that's not necessarily accurate, but it's right. out there. Right. right. You know what I mean. So no, <laughs> that's that's something that wasn't that wasn't there. You know, all we saw was, uh, uh, um, you know, Rodney King getting his butt beat, and the judge, you know, just you know, and and which was, I was, I was surprised again by the you know by the outbreak. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, whoa, you know, but then, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, and then, and then, you know, Rodney King being not, not a model citizen himself, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, all of that goes, you know what I mean, in, in, into play, but it didn't have nothing. Yeah, but it didn't, but that's, that's the what they, what they do is they distract, uh, you know, again, right, you distract from the, from the actual situation, which was heinous. And then they go back into his past. Yeah. But it happens. It's a shame society. Yeah. It also is one, you know, as, as a, having Jewish blood in me, I mean, it's, it, 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 to me, you know, going back, you brought up Ndugu, you know, the thing that, that you know, it, it seems like, uh, and I don't want to, you know. Cause, no, say it. Say what's wrong. Well, you know, the, the it's, it be, it's some, of the, some of the cats that were, in my mind, the younger guys carrying the torch, when I think about that, the Nash brothers, uh, Sonship, uh, you know, Roberto Miranda, uh, yourself, Ndugu, uh, some of the guys a little bit older than him, you know, uh, you know, mm, uh, after a while, the, that, the, the the passing down of the uh, of the roots of the music, how to play the music to their kids, uh, has there's been some chain links in that chain that have been missing. Right. Which is why you see you talk to this guy. He's like, I do beats. Nobody. They're 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 comping. They're taking stuff that was they're breakbeating sure. stuff that was already done. Right. And and we've become a more corporate. More litigious, more desiring of money. When in the past, you guys were buying each other's records and supporting each other, jam sessions. I mean, it was a community. Plus, you had a chance to learn from. I mean, you probably have stories of. You do. I mean, playing with 
those bop, bebop guys, the swing era sure. guys, you know, and that was part of the community. Well, the thing, That's, somehow that got, that got pulled apart. Well, it was. I mean, here, uh, my generation was attacked by uh, digital, uh, or pre-digital. Uh, Absolutely. It was, it was attacked by um, drum machines. It was attacked by... Uh, Hard drugs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, just what well, the music-wise. Music -wise, yeah. I mean, music, I mean, the... It was attacked by uh, Rock key and roll. keyboards. Mm -hmm. I mean, technical. It, it was called about uh, keyboards that uh, you didn't need strings anymore. You didn't need to write for string because it's already there. It was attacked by, I mean, tech. You know, uh, um, uh, it, it, you know, technology. We were attacked by technology that that hit us very strongly, like at the end of the seventies. You know, I mean, uh, here, here. Um, 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 I'm, you know, I moved as a as a as a ranger, you know, strings and horns. Well, when the keyboards came out to do that, you didn't need all that. You know, the synthesizer, so, yeah, yeah, synthesizer. Yeah. Took, so, you know, so and the same thing from the drum machine. Now, you know, there used to be a you know on vinyl, there was a set of uh, uh, records called uh, uh, I think it was Dewdrops. Or drum drops or something like that. Drum drops, yeah. Yeah, and um, James Gatson, Ed Green, you know, these they, they recorded these guys. The first drum machine, the first drum machine that was marketed, you know, recorded James Gatson. Now, I got to put James's name out there because a lot of people don't know, you know, that, you know, they are... Uh, <laughs> That's James Gatson, you know. I mean, I, you know, we talked about that. He said, and and you know, a lot of a lot of the guys we, we get together, we talk about stuff that we've done, and and we didn't get paid for it. <laughs> right. You know, you know what I mean. Right. That's, that's yeah. He's the, he was he was the King Harrison, the conga player uh, from uh, King, King, King a beautiful cat. He was on my show, and uh, he, he said James had perfect time. Perfect time. I mean, it was just it was metronome. Yeah, and, and so they like to yeah, bring they like to bring King in too because it was the, the yeah the perfect perf yeah. perfect you know and and you got you know I mean you know we he, he had a lot of um, you know Melvin Webb was uh, we, we call him Bigfoot you know you know so uh, <laughs> you know everybody had a you know but you know James is just uh, uh, he's phenomenal you know we we talk often and and just to say hey you know I mean that we. You know, work work is not like it was then. You know, we we, we would see each other, you know, uh, you know, some a few times a month. You know, but well, that's what I'm talking about is yeah. that, that that intimacy, yeah. that community, the idea yeah. of just getting together, having a jam session. Like, yeah. you know, it's not that it, it, you know, and and I, you know, it's funny because uh, you look at towns like Tucson, Austin, Texas. Mm. Um, you know, there. In some of these, like where there were these seeds of, of massive activity, of, of improvisational activity, like what you were doing in the late 60s in L.A. or what was going on in New York, where these, these cities now have really, um, they, they need to regrow. And in actuality, the, the urban centers are taking a break now from the spiritual side. It's corporate now. Yeah. I mean, it's very corporate. Whereas now you get sort of these sort of, Towns that might be doomed already, but yet they're driving. It, it's it's low cost of living, artists can thrive. It's it's accepting. As a result, you you have younger generations in smaller towns in different parts of the country 
that are where the, the cultivation of consciousness and music in itself is, will, will grow. But uh, what is fascinating is that, um, you know, you look at, at the early 70s, you had Motown move from Detroit, you had Hollywood, you had a ton of independent labels. And the, so the record, the, the, there was a real record industry. And there was a real opportunity to see guys like Gadsden and, and, and see them all the time. But now, it's harder now. Yeah, well, you know, well, during that time, during, during the Motown era, um, we, that's when the, the Musicians' Union <laughs> played a, a great part. It was great to be in the Union uh, during that time. And uh, you, you got a lot of... Uh, 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 you know, sessions. I mean, you got calls all the time, and everybody got called. I mean, uh, when um, uh, all the groups, everybody would be, all the artists would be working and and, and recording. Everybody. Chuck Rainey. Oh yeah. I mean, Chuck and I. Chuck is he's in yeah. Texas now, but he he talks about being paid. He didn't he didn't love the Motown experience. Uh, he said some of the guys, Willie Hutch was just phenomenal. Oh yeah. You know, but you know, I don't want to. No, we won't go there. Okay. No, no, but 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 uh, you know, going. I just you. We were really on the cusp of something. It was. What did the as a young adult musician, the Watts riots opened you up to say, we are not as we are not as evolved as we thought we were as people, right? I mean, that was a wake up call, right? Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> the Watts riots. I'm thinking that now. Well, it makes me not only the Watts riots mm -hmm. afterwards mm -hmm. was, was the Watts festival. Right. Okay. Now that that brings. I was. You know, we played in the Watch Festival. And, oh boy, well, that was that was. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, That's right. pretty great. That was, I mean, that, that, that came out on good. record. That Isaac Hayes yeah. was there, and, oh, and there yeah. was a lot of spoken word. And oh, yeah. but you know, I mean, so it was really the after effects of that talk about the after part. I mean, well, what we, we came back. We came back together. You know, because uh, and it, and it's interesting that what 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 brought us back together was music. I mean that settled it down. That that you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, you know. I mean whatever the you know that's how it is. I mean I don't know. It doesn't matter what uh, if you had a big ball game and they hear arguing, uh, the music settles it down. You know, it just brings you <laughs> some soothing. Uh, but well, but let's not gloss over. Okay. That's a really important point. I, I mean, but, but it, anyway, yeah, okay. it was a. I mean, you were. Was it? Was that something that, as as a as an individual, you made that, or were you looking at your idols and watching the way they were reacting to it? I mean, that's my my question is the leadership, yeah, the Smoky Rock. I mean, were were certain people stepping up and saying, "This is how we go"? Were they were they leading the path, or was it something that you just on your own in your band just said, "Let's go back and play music"? Makes us feel better. I think uh, I think it was. Musicians, I think it was just music. Everybody was saying the same thing, but I think it was kind of a, a collective. I, I think you know, I mean, uh, I said, man, wow, you know, uh, you know, I, I can remember rehearsing, you know, calling rehearsal, and and and, and LA smelled like burnt wood, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and we were like sitting there, like, man, and then we were playing and talking about it, man, did you, <laughs> did you, wow, you know, and and. Um, Unbelievable, you know, and then of course, uh, um, and then we, 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 you know, we, we found out that we realized that we hadn't grown as much uh, as we thought we did, but we also 
uh, realize that how music bring people together that don't normally get together. You know, we never <laughs> never thought about that. Yeah. You know, you know, and uh, and that was yeah. I think that's a really important point. It yeah. bridges all types of. It, it just bridges all human beings. Yeah, you know, you right? Know, yeah, and some people say that music is a you know is, is a language, but it's really not. It's it's a it's a phenomenon. You you really can't put what it is. Amen to that. You know what I mean? It's it's a phenomenon. You know, and so uh, you know, and so I, I uh, you know, but like I say, it's just uh, when the music started, you know. Um, uh, there was a, there was a, uh, a DJ that used to come on. His name was Montague. Montague was a DJ that came on. on uh, I think it was KGFJ, and he had a saying, "Burn, baby, burn." You know, what I mean, the, the music beat was jamming. You know, he said, "Oh, that's hot, baby." You know, that's hot. And he goes, "Burn." And the day after, the day that the riots broke out, he said. He said it one time, and he said it kind of soft. Burn, baby, burn. You know, and like he, you know, he, 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 uh, he, he didn't say it anymore. He changed his whole, that changed his whole, and he was, and that was, I mean, that was his hammer. That was his, you know. Right. He, he but it was too close to home at that time, oh, yeah, right? He, he couldn't, he, he never said it again. Now, you know, now, I'd, you know, he was a Mont, he was a Montague, so now then it turned, then, it, you know, his new thing came over. Have mercy, Montague. Have, well, say it, baby. Have mercy, Montague. You know, but burn, baby, burn was... You know, everybody just took took from that. You know, disco inferno burn, baby, baby burn. Uh, I've seen it this all, morning. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, you know, but that was that was from a DJ. That was a, you know DJ named Montague. I don't know Montague. I look at the leaders. You know, the 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 stratospheric soul cats. The uh, Watts riots were like seventy two. Was that? Oh no 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 no. Six no. late sixties. Yeah no no uh, yeah. Sixty six. Sixty six. So so so, yeah. so even. Into the early seventies, I, I look at I look at Curtis Mayfield, oh, I look at Donny Hathaway. Oh yeah, and I'm listening to this. This oh, that's, a, that's, this, a, that's a that's a different that's a different kind of. Uh, but but their messages were clear. Yeah, the messages from Mayfield four years after those riots was, you know, we're all one people. Yeah, I mean it was it was a clear it wasn't an uh, it, it what was powerful about it it wasn't it wasn't saying you. You you know we fought t to get out of slavery, and you're saying no, we're just we're just past. We're not allowed to go this. We're only allowed to go this far. Well, it wasn't yelling back. It was we're coming back with love. That's the thing that was amazing. And you tell me you know because it, to me it's a bit fan when I when I listen to we the people who are darker than blue, mm -hmm. or you know and, you know and, and that that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> angry vitriol, and that's pretty strong to be able to come back sure. in the face of that kind of racism and say. Actually, we're going to love you more. Well, you know, see, the thing that Curtis, um, Curtis, you have people like uh, Curtis Mayfield, you have people like um, Norman Whitfield, you have, uh, you, you know, these, these, these were different kind of cats. Uh, Why? Uh, because uh, Curtis, his music was telling everybody, listen, you uh, mm -hmm. uh, not to, you know, um, there's a new slavery, and you, you know, you know, don't become enslaved, you know, and uh, that that was. I think everybody missed Curtis's message. One brother fighting another, you know. Don't yeah. stop killing each other, you yeah. know, like that. Not only that, but drugs itself. Right. You know, not only that. I mean, you know, not just the, you know, I mean, the violence, of course, but along with that, you know, don't don't get hooked 
and and uh, and and that was that was a big um, mm. you know I mean mm. when you when you when you listen you know when you, if you just play all of his stuff all of all all of all of Curtis's music you know you know the message at the end was you know uh, uh, and of course uh, Jerry Butler you know was was you know saying what Curtis Mayfield the original uh, one of the original impressions impressions yeah you know. Uh, their message was 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 clear, and I hope if if everybody was really listening to him, you know, I mean, uh, he uh, he had a different kind of, uh, you know, he was he was he was warning us, you know, and uh, you know, and uh, some some of us listened, some of us didn't, you know, I mean, we some of us continue to get high and whatever, you know, you know, listen, to, you know, listen to the message, man, you know, there's a subliminal message here, you know. Uh, it, it, what 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 is so engaging to myself and, and a lot of other younger musicians, Marvin Gaye also falls into that category, uh, you guys, of course you took it for granted. It was too right in, the, in your face. It was yeah. right then. It, you, you couldn't appreciate it. Having the time, True. True. but, but to us, true. it's like, holy cow, you have real people making real music together, intimate. It's about love. The messages are pure. They're not about, they're not static. They're not superficial. It's not milk toast. It's not to cut a three million, so you make three million uh, dollars. Uh, it was about, uh, I just say the most powerful thing in the, you listen, I mean, the Donny Hathaway stuff, 73, you know, these, yeah, these strings and guitars, and, and he's talking about, you know, this is a guy, probably manic depressive, you know, you had a real sure, lot of problems, yeah, but it's yeah. like the guy's talking about, the stuff he's talking about, I'm like, that's what we need. We have, no, you know, they talk about America now. The body of the car is sleek. The body is, I mean, not my body, but, you know, the body is, is strong. You look at LeBron James, you know, these are strong, cut people, but the, inside the car, mm -hmm. no soul. Sure. Yeah. So the soul, in some ways, what I'm trying to get at is I look at you guys when I see right up. I don't collect my period of time that I'm researching, that I do my show on, that I research on, that I interview, 63 to 73, because... It was after what we're talking about, where FM radio, uh, radio be, got ripped, uh, record labels be, became non-existent, LPs fell off, obviously hard drugs, but then, um, and then Joe Sample, I mean, just we did two mammoth interviews and he said to me, um, you know, Reagan was starting it obviously as the governor, demonizing institutions, intellectual institutions, uh, art, uh, sort of uh, minimizing the significance of education and art, uh, music. Uh, uh, but the thing is that when he got in, the mentality of the country went from, I got mine, why don't you have yours, right? That's what Joe said, direct quote from like 1980, it was about 81, all right? And I feel that, I mean, I, this is, I am not a musician. Yeah. But I feel it in my. You can just be. If I'm sense, I'm sensitive. But enough. you're right, though. Yeah. He's, he's right on it. You know. Uh, and uh, let, let me let me go ahead. Let me say this about. Um, I got to go back to Joe Joe Sample because uh, when I was in high school, um, I uh, took some piano lessons from Joe Sample. Uh, to tell, that's classic. Okay, and uh, they wasn't the, the regular kind of. I mean, it wasn't. It was. Um, it was twenty dollars a chord, 
you know, I would hear stuff and I say, uh, yo, uh, you know, the, you know, the artist would put the record on. Say, man, what is? I, you know, we're trying to figure out what, and you know, and he, you know, and and he said, well, it's gonna cost you twenty dollars. Okay, fine. Okay. So, so, so corporate. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, let's, let's, let's talk about Joe. You know, yeah. that's my, you know, that's my teacher. You know, yeah. uh, he. he uh, how old much was he? A few years older than you? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. older than me. Okay, yeah. okay, I was in high school. The Crusaders were already yeah, established. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was. They were. You know, the, he was living still on the what seventy six. He was still in Inglewood, and they were still rehearsing at his house in the, in the den where you know he, had, you know, the piano was, and you know. He played a lot of organ too. Yeah, I never heard him play organ. Wilton was talking about the idea. That there was a period. Yeah, Wilton played bass. Wilton got his bass from okay. uh, this guy okay. Lieberman, uh, Harry Lieberman, a, a, ba uh, a club owner, uh -huh. gave him an electric bass. But for a while, really? Wilton, Wilton played. Yeah, I interviewed Wilton all of them. Played on a whole lot of my sessions, but I said, I mean, I'm trying to tell you, I got one. Oof. But anyway, no, we got it. I, yeah, I was yeah. kind of hoping we could meet over here. I, I kind of wanted to hear some of the, the, these these un because I mean, you listen to these guys. But, but the sample. Let's go with the sample. Continue with sample. He was playing twenty bucks a chord. Twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean, and that's it, it, you know that's it, he would always laugh. He says, you know, uh, I hate to show you young guy, you know, you can't, you know, young cats all my stuff, man. I only was done, you know. Long. I said, oh man, nobody's gonna ever take your place. You, you, you Joe Sample. He said, oh, talk about a mess to me, you know. But uh, you know, twenty dollars, you know, <laughs> you know, and I better get it real fast, you know, you know, and because you gonna do it one time, you know. So thank you, Joe. I'm out of here, you know. And he said, boy, you know. And he always said, you know, you young cats are going to take my place. And then when I came to Motown, you know, that, um, uh, it was recording a song. Um, Diana was recording a song that I wrote. And um, they was cutting the rhythm section, and there was Joe, you know, Joe Sample playing, playing, you know, playing on the session. What song was it? Uh, your special partner, Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye, you know, your special partner me. You wrote that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then, of course, the rhythm section is like Joe Sample, Bernard Purdy. Who knows? Yeah, you know, who knows? Right, what, right, you know, right. but it was that kind of group. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so, yeah. And so, and I walked in. That's you know, funny. I, that's I, funny. I walked in there, <laughs> you know, and he said, "What are you doing here?" And I said, "Well, man, uh, that's my song." He said, "Oh, well, I told you." I said, "No, man, no, I don't want to play it." No, but Gene, Gene Page, Gene Page was doing it right. Uh huh. I said, "No, I, I, no, I don't want to play it." No, you. You, you the man. He said, man, that's what, he said, he said and you here now? I said, yeah. You know, and uh, he got on my case because uh, I uh, I left review and he said that was, he was, uh, that was a dumb. Well, we're not going to go there yet. Okay. I, the, yeah. the idea, I, what, yeah. while yeah. we're sitting here, I, I am, I feel you're channeling uh, Barry White. Very, I feel ah. very, <laughs> uh, very hard. And when you mentioned Gene Page, I said, well, yeah. you must have, uh, you know Ed Green. I've interviewed Wilton Felder. Sure. I mean, part part of it is that sure. I, I've gone. I, I've looked. Learned at, from uh, uh, Gene Page. You know when I yeah. my first string arrangement, uh, I was asking the question. I said, "Look, Jane, uh, got a baby on the way. Um, uh, got a, a string session coming up, and uh, uh, I don't know what. You know, <laughs> you know." And he looked at me, it was after session, you know. He reached down in his briefcase and, and gave me one of his charts, you know. He says, he said, now nah, what you do, you know, you you know, you call the copyist. He said, when you write your, you know, you call the copyist. 
don't worry about who, you know the, the company takes care of all that I said oh really you know so and I and I got down and I looked at and I looked at my you know orchestration book at home and I looked at it and I said you know and then I called a copyist and uh, you know and and then um, and it came out great I said well now then when I had to do strings James Carmichael you know I called James and James same thing he gave me one of his charts and I said okay you know he said don't write too high for the trumpet you know he said, look where it is you know because you have you have a nosebleed you know what I'm saying so you know so. Uh, these guys, I mean, these, these are mentors that uh, they they were great. I mean, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to, you know. I mean, I was a young kid on the block. You know, they didn't they didn't think about, you know, uh, I'm I'm going to take any work from them or I'm going to, you know, ask. They, it's That's not right. like it's not like now. This is a different, this is a whole different kind of thing now. You know, but then it was. You know, it's not a healthy thing. Now. No, no, it's not. It's not it, because well, if no, you not. if you could put a Joe put it best when he said, you know, the model became I got mine. Why don't you have yours? What was the motto of Gene Page? It was I'm I'm I'm, I'm secure with myself to I, I want to pass on the to the legacy while More before than that. Yeah, right absolutely absolutely the, same the music is bigger than me. Yeah, what I mean, yeah. what would be the motto of that? Well, I, I went to James uh, Gene Page's funeral. And the Love Unlimited Orchestra was there, you know, when they they played. You know what? What I mean, that was that was that was just like uh, the Grammys. <laughs> the people that was there, and you know what had happened is I never seen a funeral like. Who's calling me right now? Oh, no, Big Black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Conga. Yeah, yeah. But 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 yeah. you know, yeah. So I mean, the the the, the if 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 you if it, it was that sort of. That's that's what I long for. Oh yeah, well, is it, the team concept. It was a fraternity. Yeah. Okay. That's, sorority. There was, was some, there was some chick. There was some women sorority, there. It's sorority. I mean, so that's to me, and and, and you know, as you can refer to it as old school. I mean, as you know, like I said, well, no, you're sorority. It was sorority. It was and if it was part of that. You know, uh, then you were very fortunate. But now one of the problems is that everybody in that during that time did not pass it on. You know, to their children. That, that and, you're and, making a major point, right, Harold? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, this is wide open right now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they. It's, it's true. They did not, you know, they did not, you know. And I was scared to death because I, I passed it on to my son, and he didn't, he didn't use it, you know. And he just now starting to use it, and he's he's forty, you know, he's forty one years old. You know, and and uh, I never, you know, and and people are. You're not the only. And I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna mention. Yeah. There, there are other cats yeah. out there. There's a guy like Chester uh, Thompson. Oh. Okay, the organ player. Yeah. Right. Chester, a uh, 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 a mass of humanity. I mean, a guy, uh, monster chops. Yeah. And I remember him telling in our interview. He's talked about his son being a bass player. He said he's good. But he didn't go any farther than that. I mean, he and I think that that I'm confounded by the idea of saying. How is it that these guys who were marinating in this ambidextrous world of, of, of multi-genre, multi-ethnic, beautiful melting pot, uh, well, what happened? You know, what, 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 and, I, and I say, okay, so the leaders before them, Dizzy, Max, Art Blakey, Miles, you know, you know but the, 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 the thing is that it was easy, somehow... Uh, the leadership and the most importantly, the values in our society were more grounded. It made more sense. It makes more sense to me than whatever we're living with right now. You know, I think what I, you know, 
I don't know about anybody else, but I think my mistake was that um, I put so much in my son too soon and too fast. I think I, I think he blew a, fl- a, a blew a, a fuse. I think really? So you were very involved with him, though. My my son played drums and sang at his pre-kindergarten. Okay. That's different than other people who were on the road a lot or just didn't have a lot to do with their yeah, kids. You know, I mean, I mean, but see, right, you burned them out too quick. Well, yeah, yeah, but you, yeah. you, don't, you don't. Yeah, but yeah, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think you know when I look back on it, everybody said you did what, and I have old-fashioned footage with him playing the drums. You know, and and you know we used to, we would do things together when he was you know I brought you know a little, little Japanese set of drums you know with real drums you know real traps and stuff you know little set you know and everybody said man that's a bass you all the guys said man that's what I said it's a, it's a real set of the drums and I ain't no toys you know what I mean and they said Where you find that at I was you know one. and uh, uh, I mean he could play he could he was reading music before he was before he knew his alphabet. Do I, you know, I don't know. I don't know that the Hall of Shame or, you know, the Hall of Fame. I don't know what I'm, what, you know, I mean, I, like I, I'm, well, no, but I, he, I, but I take but half, of, I take the blame. I mean, I, no, you know, I, but you know, no, but I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it, uh, and I think a lot of, you know, and I talked to a lot of cats mm-hmm. that had children and they, and they did the same thing and they had, they, they too had to back off. You know, I mean, because I mean, whether it, it lit a fire in the, in the family, because everybody was telling me <laughs> back off. You know, I mean, my parents was on me about, you know, and I'm, and I, you know, and I said, you you got it, God, you got it. You know, you got. I mean, if You're talking about your son, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you know, I said you have everything. You know, you, you got. You want them to do it so badly, but yeah. they had to come up on their they own time, yeah. their own. Yeah. The thing is, the uh, oh, God, you're gifted with something, but but because you spiritually, it's a lifelong thing, but also. You go through growth spurts in life too. Where the other thing is that as a, you got to sure. figure it's daunting with these geniuses. You know, you talk to other guys all the time that have kids. You know, I mean, I have friends too. They, they say, you know, their dad is very successful corporate world or whatever, and they they their their kids are going off in different directions, doing because they don't want to wear their dad's coat. You know, you know pass, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, pass, what I mean, that, that's part of it. It's like I, passing I, I, the mantle. It's not easy. It is not easy, you know what I mean. And, and if I think, if you go back, you know, if you go, you know, it's funny. There is my my barber, my barber. He's um, he had seven sons and one daughter. Nice barber shop, you know, you know, over in the community, you know, nice barber shop. None of them cared anything about his business. One daughter, she's a barber. She took over the business. Okay, and mm-hmm. now the business is kicking. He said he could not get, he could not believe, you know what I mean? You and, and, and he never, he never, you know, went after her, you know, to be a barber, you know. You let it happen organically. You but, know, but, yeah. but these are things you missed. Yeah, it's, it's, missed. It's, you know. But you can, listen, I got a seven-year-old and a one-year-old, and right now my seven-year-old, she is, she has, she's great, and she's, she's improvisational, and she's a great Player and I, I, but it's a different system now. Keyboard, piano, yeah. All right, all right. And she's a singer and uh, mm. beautiful singer, beautiful dancer, and she's beautiful. She's she's got it all. And I'm just saying to myself, I 
don't want the dysfunction that she can possibly see occasionally in our household or the pressure, we, the, the demands that we put on kids now, which are even more than when you were putting on your kids. Oh, yeah. It's gotten more and more and more. And so the, you, and the, so the kids can't handle that's, it. That's, that's insane. And, and so I'm, 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 the, I'm right now dealing yeah. with this idea of saying, like I know as a human being that she, is a, she is, has a greater capacity than me or my wife. So I'm more apt to say, I want to put more on her shoulders because she can handle more. But the question is, how much is enough? Yeah. And, and, you know, I know that she's doing more at her age than I was at my age because she can handle it. You have to do it. You have to do it in a way that, she's, that she see, see it done by somebody else also. You know what I mean? And, and that's the difference. I'm not a musician. So what happened was he had a, we have a private teacher. Okay. He came in classically based, kind of an aloof guy. It sounds like this Butterfield cat you were talking about. Real, not a jazzer at all. I mean, just just a, a classical guy through and through. A stickler, and I could see, it was just, I, I, I take a lot of pride in the story, is that this is about a year, going back a year, and I could see that she was burning out, because he was he was not very good with kids. He didn't have any kids of his own. He didn't, you know, he didn't know. I said, you know what? We gotta pivot, because she's gonna lose out on her love of playing music, and I you know, Lord knows, I play vinyl. For, we're playing right on all the time. You know, we're she's hearing a lot of this music. That she, her radio is my vinyl. So, uh, I knew a uh, an Asian uh, piano player, a uh, doctor, uh, doctoral student from the University of Arizona, uh, uh, and 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 I knew. I said, number one, she's female. Number two, I want her to teach my daughter improvisation. I'm not interested in just pure classical that okay and i'm telling you we she started taking lessons and on a dime she she is flourishing i mean on fire okay and it's beautiful to see i said you know jake good for you you had that ability to see the burnout coming and you, and you pivoted but okay. from a parent's point of view you know you want your kids to from your point of view you were really at the you were peaking you were in this like major growth spurt in your career and you're pushing you're pushing yourself, and then you're also putting that pressure on your son, and, and the, you know, strong kids are going to sort of push back until they're ready. Yeah. Or the barbershop, the, the least, the one you least expect, the one you never expect, they come along and take over the thing, right? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I just, that's a great, you know. But I, I, I think, you know, and I talked to so many of my, uh, mm -hmm. my classmates, uh, we, oh, God, we, you know, uh, we, Failed to we failed in a lot of ways. Well, we're using the past tense, and that's that, that's yeah. what I think is okay. what, what I love. What I love about this is that yeah. is that you know, it, I'll just give you a pep talk. Is that you didn't fail because you're still here, well, and, and and so you so you, the idea that you continue. I don't care if it's a if it's a if it's a ten dollar gig at a community college uh, in front of thirty people, yeah, but you have to just say, what can I do to affect positive change in society now. now. And with our kids That's passing true. it down. That's what, listen, I'm 35. Yeah. I've pretty much dropped out of what society says, whatever. It, we're, we're all pre-programmed now. We're told what to do. Okay. Okay? And I basically said, no. I said, I'm going back. I, I, I can't get the truth from pundits, politicians, lawyers, athletes. Everyone's bought off. So where can I go to get truth? I have to go back to a time period. Well, Musicians normally express themselves through instruments, 
They've never really been asked their opinions before. But let's go back to a time when there was really holistic music being made, very substantive music being made, intellectual music being made, and find those guys yeah. and get the truth. And so it's very, it's totally new. It, and, and what I'm doing is, is it, it's. But it was a time. Yeah. It was. It, it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 But that was. But that was the time. Though. I mean, it was, uh, that's just. You know the way it was. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't forced. I mean, it was during the time when jazz was it. I mean, it was a time when 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 FM radio became popular. You know, where you actually had you know Rick Holmes and and Jay Rich. You know, one hundred five point one. You know, I mean, you know, there was a time when musicians didn't have to. You know, sell their houses and 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 uh, come up with money for for advertisement because they didn't have to pay for it. You know, it was a time when Rick Harold <laughs> Johnson is opening up is is at the lighthouse tonight, and he you know he, he's 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 uh, opening up for Cannibal Atley or you know or he's at the I mean you know what I'm saying I didn't it cost ten thousand dollars to get I mean to, to get a you know. It, hmm. it was for nothing, and, 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 and he says, uh, and, uh, uh, I, I'm coming myself tonight, I'll see you there, and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Those, everybody talk about, you know. Cannon would say that. Unbelievable. That's a value thing. Yeah, I mean. It, it's basically saying, I, I, love, I love this so much, I want this to keep going, I want to pass it on. And I, 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 you give me five bucks. I mean, we're, we're at, I mean, those are the stories over, the Gadsden, going back to get Calvin Keyes, the guitar player. He he was cutting an album in the 80s. He had no money. Gadsden put him up in an apartment or a place he had for a month or two so he could get it. I mean, that's just... That, what I'm saying is you, th th that's why I go back and talk to you guys because you're still alive and you have those. You lived, you felt that. It's, it's impossible for other generations to feel it. You can't feel it because it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Right? That's true. So you have to go back and talk to people that didn't yeah. go, you know. What a, what a time it was, you know. So, so now, first band, first band. Okay. Jim Nash on bass. <laughs> talk about who else? Round fill it out. Well, okay. Um, James Nash. Jimmy was walking um, with his bass down the street because he was taking bass lessons. Okay. I'm standing on the corner talking to uh, Ronald Rutledge drummer and uh, and I said to him, hey man <laughs> Jim, uh, he didn't know what we was gonna jump him or what you know I said where you going with that bass you know and he said I'm going to bass lessons I said really can you play it he said I'm, I'm learning you know and I said well you know well, when you finish I want you to uh, come down to 1833 and uh, and uh, let me see what you can do you know so uh, he came down to my house, and we, uh, the trio now, it's a trio, you know, you know, and we played. I said, man, you, you're all right, you know. So uh, that was like. Uh, Were you playing your original stuff, playing original yeah, yeah, So he was just, he was just, you put. We were just jamming. We, 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 you know, we just, you know, you know, what key, what key? I yeah. said, oh, let's, let's, let's try F. You know, yeah, right, right, right. you know, so uh, right, right, right. you know, guys are swinging. Yeah, you yeah. know, so uh, he says, man, he says, he said, listen, my my the way my den is, uh, you know, is, is set up, you know, for drums and blah blah blah, you know, 
and uh, he says, why don't we meet uh, later on in my house? I said, okay, well, I'm going to call uh, uh, Louis Palomo, you know, you know, during that time, Johnny Palomo had a, had a band, you know, Johnny Palomo was, you know, he was Cuban. I don't know that name. Oh, Johnny Palomo. Okay, I mean, I, I know. Marco Santa Maria, yeah, Johnny right. Palomo. I mean, Willie Bobo. Yeah, Willie Bobo. I mean, you know, the, you, you, you know, if you would listen to one of five point one, you would hear those three names all the time. Johnny Palomo was was was, was insane. And that was just that son. was just going on in 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 Southern California. Yeah, because you had. Ray Barreto back on the East Coast. Uh, there was other Congueros. Yeah. So I mean, that's, but this is East, this is but this is the West Coast. Mongo was out here. Yeah. He was playing always playing at the oh, Lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. You know. And uh, cool. Those are some great guys. But anyway, uh, yeah. so and I says, uh, you know, uh, I said, okay, well, I'm gonna call Louis Palomo. You know, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Palomo's son. He said, really? You know. So that night we met at at Jimmy's house. Larry wasn't playing nothing. Larry couldn't play nothing. You know, he, he he wasn't trying to do nothing yet because that was a little too, you know, it was too soon for Larry. He would, after we were finished and Larry would get on the piano trying to trying to get mm. together. Okay, so uh, it wasn't until the second album when Larry really started, you know, he started doing stuff and Larry started playing the vibes. So the second album, I said, man, listen, I want you to play vibes on this. we was getting ready to do an album, you know. So, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know. And so, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, so... <laughs> Well, so that, 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 the, the, the congas, the upright bass, the drums, and you, that first... That's, that's it. That was the, you know, the, the quartet. Wow. You have tapes of that? I don't know. I don't know. No. You know, as a matter of fact, what, the, what, was, what is in, so insane, the very first album that was so noted, that, that took off, was one, one of the poorly, most poorly recorded... Mm albums in the history of recording and um <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable yeah no the mics are a little distant from oh, the from the instruments no, this, this, this guy had i think he, he had like 50 mics on on four tracks <laughs> you know what i mean and he had my 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 I, I was, it was too much oh god he, we didn't we didn't uh uh the, you know the harriet mitchell was an interesting character from um from New Jersey, you know, he came out of New Jersey, you know, didn't, it was too funny because uh, um, I died my son, uh, Skip, um, at uh, at school, you know, we're talking about he was a promoter, you know, I said, Skip, what are you talking about, you, what do you promote, you know what I mean, you know, you need to go to class, you know what I mean, <laughs> and, he come, and, and he gave me a card, he said, this is, look, I'm right. promoting, you know, big time. you know, and he gave me a card of Harry Mitchell, I said, who is this? So I called, so this is very interesting. I called Harry on Harry Mitchell, who became Harry Mitchell Enterprise. I called Harry Mitchell on uh, Thursday. We um, brought, my, brought my group over uh, on Friday. Monday, we were recording my first single. Sorry about that. Okay, that's that's how that happened. And when people talk about how you get in the business, that was a crazy. Listen to what I'm saying. We met Harry on Thursday night. Monday night we were recording. Uh, sorry about that. And I think you know, about the weekend it was on vinyl. You know, it was you know, it was it was a, it was a single. 
and it was recorded, you know, the, the good studio. It was good sound. And I like the album, you know, you know, because he needed more time for the album. But then, you know, he he couldn't afford, you know, that that, that where we, you know, cut the singles. So he went somewhere else. And my God, but anyway, was that so? The, that that was with Motown or was no, 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 it, uh, no, no. What, what, what label was that? No, no, that was uh, uh, three albums came out before I went to Motown on uh, Review. On, on, but I thought that was a subsidiary of Motown. No, 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 no. Review is it's just independent. No, no, Review is is uh, uh, Universal. That's, that's, I'm sorry, that's what you said. Uni, it was a subsidiary of, U, of Uni. Yeah, yeah. Right, of Uni. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, so, so they picked it up. They picked up, you know, so House on Elm Street became, that was, you know, we, you know, we did the House on Elm Street, was, you know, recorded on. Such the a, quartet? Oh, no, 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 six, by that time it was the sixth. Yeah, no, I want to go chronologically. Okay. So the, oh. the, the, the quartet, the quartet's the Palermo, Nash, um, Bass, you, and, and Rutledge. Right. And did, did an album ever get cut with those guys? Uh, not just the four of us. Okay, but, but okay, so so from the four, how, then, we added, uh, uh, then we added then we added David Crawford on flute. David Crawford. Oh, that's a household name. You know David Crawford. Uh, if he's still around, I'm going to need to get to him. Oh God. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the name. Oh, David Crawford. Oh, my God. Flute. Yeah. What were you, you were, you were so in the mix because you were using all the, you were obsessed with, with the percussion and the rhythm and then the jazz. Yeah. Right? Is that it? I mean, you were just fusing that and, and then what were you, so, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, that was just like, uh, uh, I mean, but Hubert Laws and, uh, oh, God, what's the other guy? Oh, God, I can't even think of his name, Uh, the flute player at the time. Ooh, ooh, John, uh, John, uh, Johnny Man, I mean, Johnny Man. Herbie Man. Herbie, yeah. Uh, I mean, my God, you know, I mean, that was just, well, okay, my, this was my last recital for Ira Lawrence, you know, I played my last concerto, I mean, this is it, you know, she, you know, she's so, you know, she, you know, she lived up in Baldwin Hills, you know, you know, nice, nice home, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, all the audiences uh, around the pool. You know, and, and, and she has a den door open where the piano is, you know. So, you know, she was, that's, she was a tough lady, you know what I mean? And the media were there, you know what I mean? David Crawford was on, David was uh, was in the Junior Philharmonic. He had also, he he, he done some acting. You know, he was on drag, you know. Wow. <laughs> he was, you know, his family, you know what I mean? You know, you know that's, that's. That was, you know, the first the 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 first album was a quintet. No, now the first album was sextet. Okay, so it was so that Crawford that, and that was the day you know that when David and I met you know so I did my concerto and then and then I said uh, and I and I said you know I thank Ira uh, Lawrence and blah 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 and I said I would like to introduce you know to my. Uh, uh, you know the Harold Johnson Quartet. You know, and uh, and um, uh, uh, we started playing. I mean, before we started playing, we played a song, and then you know David uh, had already played his piece. You know, and he said, "You mind if I jam with you?" I said, "Man, come on." You know, and he we we he says, "You know, uh, theme from Black Orpheus." You know, dun, 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 dun. I said, "Man, do we know it?" Do you know it? You know, <laughs> the Garaldi tone, right? Oh yeah. boy, you know, oh boy, I'm talking about the whole place was rocking. You know, I mean, it was just, you know, it was just, 
And David would just, I said, this cat is, you know, uh, you know, nobody had, only one person had a car. David used to catch, David was going to Centennial. David would catch the bus over to Jimmy's, Jimmy's house. Jimmy's house became the, you know, the, re the rehearsal the hall. And, uh, and then, of course, we, uh, you know, we, he said, I got a, I know a guy named, uh, uh, there was another group named Alfred Patterson. We took, uh, took, he was with the group called the Soul Supremes. I said, man, you need to come rehearsal. And he came. What did he play? Saxophone. Mm. You know, then, then then you have a then you had a front line, you had a real yeah, solo, yeah, the guys yeah. the guys that could really tear. So then we really had it was really the Harris Harry John Sextet Plus because you know then we then we bought in another sax player. You know, so well, by the time we got in, it was really an octet. I mean, it was you know, but we left. You know, but Mitchell was a pervert. You know, he said no, it's got to be sextet. You know, I didn't know he had to had something <laughs> ready. He went sextet. It was always about sextet. So yeah. you know, I mean, so when if you know, when Universal picked the album up, they took that picture, our picture off of the front, put it on the back, and, and, and you know, cute model. You know, this this picture. Back there? Uh, no, no. And this, this, this is a. Uh, and see, they got this is the, this is the second album. They are. Uh, uh, that's the second album cover. What what they did there uh, uh, was what in the middle was a was a was another model. Uh, and they her you know they uh, the picture is blocked out. Her her picture is blocked out. Yeah. Because right. she's in the middle and she's holding like uh, four aces or five aces. You know. I mean. You know. You know. Because the name of the that second album was Everybody Loves a Winner. You know, and uh, and who's that, that? That beautiful woman on the front. Not, uh, that's a they. The first one, uh, that's House on Elm Street. They took the, the you know, it was House. Either we were the black and white cover. They took that that cover, horrible cover, because I'm in the dark and you can't see me anywhere. I look like an ink spot. And I and I, boy, man, we we fussed about that. We argued about that. <laughs> yeah, man, I am gonna worry about it, man. I'm telling everybody I'm on the album cover, and can't nobody. I'm looking like a heat spot. And can't nobody can't even see. You know, oh, oh, it's crazy. You know, but anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, you don't know. Is that you? You know, you know, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't prove it in a million years. But on the second one, this is the second album cover. You know, you can see that that's that's where we had evolved to. That's everybody. That's uh. You see Indubo, you see Larry. So let's go through who he's. he's David Crawford. No, oh, that's me. Billy, uh, that's Billy Jackson. Played sax? No, no, no. Billy was a Kunga player. He was from East Coast Cat. Billy Jackson. You know, uh, Indubo. Larry. Uh, Mike, Michael Shaw. Where did he play? He's saxophone. And that's Jim. That's Jimmy. Wow. And David Crawford. That's the second That's, that's the second album. And, but uh, see, that's but I mean, I just put that on there as a reunion. That's not you know this. Of course, yeah. No, no, but this was the this yeah, was the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and this this is just fun. That ain't even, that ain't even you know. No, so don't, you know, don't be disappointed. Well, no, I, I'm really playing stuff on there. Uh, when I when so I I didn't re so there were two albums prior to write to uh, wide open wide open all on all on you know see about that time see. Well, I just want to say, I, I, without hearing, without because uh, there was also an album called. It was it, it, the the second album was called this. This album was a set, was a cover. It was called Everybody Loves a Winner. Everybody Loves a Winner. You know, the first one was House on Elm Street. The second one was every, this. Is, this album was Everybody Loves a Winner. Was this, this is the album cover? On, all the only thing you missing now is the model who was sitting there. You know, you can see you can see the the, the four aces and and the Joker in, in her hands. Everybody loves the winner. She's she's looking at the camera, smiling like, 
I won, you know, and when we, you know, you can see us, we, we, we were supposed to be playing poker, you know, and all this, you know. So, uh, you know, Mitchell, he, he liked pretty women, he liked, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to keep the sex tip. Always got to be the sex tip, you know. So, okay, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Didn't appreciate it then. I appreciate him now. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, what was the, what, what, what do you, what were you, without being able to hear this, this, this album, uh, what were you? What do you think you were doing that was, you were not just, what were you doing that was layering on the stuff that you were already influenced on? What were you trying, what was the stuff? Because when I listened to um, Wide Open, it, it, it takes, the first listen, it, it's so choppy. It's like, it's like I, you have to listen to, I know that I'll go home now and just, Suffocate myself with that album because oh, God. because because it was a crazy album though. I but mean, that's what what I'm saying is it was experimental, but it was like yeah. it was different. It was not anything you heard. It, it certainly wasn't. Uh, it was a lot of original tunes yeah, on there. Yeah. Well, you know, I think. But know, before we go there, what was this? Was this that? What was this like? Uh, wide open or was this different? Oh, this, it's different. This was this was uh, this album was uh, Afro jazz Latin Cuban. It was, you know, all the way. You had conga? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You had Billy two Bat sax? Yeah. You had Ndugu playing per other percussion, too? Yeah. Well, you know, he, no, he played he played his set, but also Larry Nash was on vibes. On the second, that's right, Nash. Okay. Larry, that's right, Larry, Larry, Larry had become proficient enough to play vibes. Yeah, you know. He was, you know, you know. And, and see, now, now, Larry had formed a group, you know, after the first album. You know, Larry had started a group called the Jazz and Phonics. And 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 uh, we would get on their case because uh, they would be in the next room while we, we were rehearsing. <laughs> and when we finished rehearsal, then they run in there stealing our stuff. I said, man, you know, I was just like Joe Sapalone. I said, man, you know, look, <laughs> you cats, you know. And uh, and then one day Jimmy called Jimmy called me and said, uh, hey man, uh, listen to Larry, and him, you know. So he put the phone in there. I said, man, you know, he said, that chord you showed him? I said, that empty 13? He said, man, he got it and gone. You better listen to him. And I listened to Larry was in there cutting up. I said, go on, Larry. You know, so. Who was in the symphonics? Was Roberto Miranda in there? Um, Do you know Roberto? Was, was that the? He, he's a bass player. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Um, uh, I know, I know, um, I know who, uh, uh. No, it wasn't him, no. God, Larry, uh, uh, I mean, who was that guy playing? Uh, young Cat. Drummer? No, 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 no. He, he had Woody Theus. Woody Theus. Well, Sonship is the guy that. A, uh, the, yeah. Uh, the, uh, and he had, uh, uh, but the uh, the Congo player, somebody, God. Uh, Aquabet, not Francisco Aquabet. No, 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 no. He's, 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 uh, you would know the name. I mean, I, would, I, I think you would know the name because he, uh, uh, oh, God. He's but in a, yeah, but what were they doing? Were they, but he had, they, they were, weren't doing a lot. I mean, they know, weren't doing different than, no. you guys were doing Afro-Cuban. Yeah, they were, like, they was doing, they were, they were, you know, they only were together for a minute anyway. And Larry just went on, you know, and, and uh, you know, started doing other things, you know. But So they wasn't, they, they did nothing. Uh, How much did you love the, uh, you know, 
the Cal Jader groups. Oh yeah. You know, McKibben, uh, oh, yeah. Bobo, Mongo. Well, we, we were we here's here's the thing. Yeah. We didn't um, when this group was together. We made money as 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 opposed to um, the other group actually sitting down and 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 jamming and writing. You know, this group we were working. That's the difference. So when we did you, go, did you tour the? Did you tour California? Yeah. You go outside of California? Yeah, we you know we on the West Coast. We did Frisco. We I mean we did you know we were. Where would you play in the San Francisco? Uh, a bitter, bitter. Uh, what's it? Uh, uh, both and. Yeah. Both and club. Yeah. yeah. And one more. Uh, in Oakland, it was called uh, the Bitter End, or something like that. Yeah, there was a Black Saint. Was out there. There's a lot. There's a bunch of places. Yeah. yeah. But no. Yeah. So so what would that? Be? I mean, how did. You, you guys would go up there and well, yeah, you get to hang with West uh, Bay Area cats up there? Yeah, too? well, no, see, we, Harriet Mitchell, now, Harriet Mitchell, we gotta go back to Harriet Mitchell. Is he still around? Oh, no, no, he's, ah, Harriet, Harriet died in the, in the, you know, uh, we would probably. I give him credit, he might have been anal and weird, no, no, but, no. but I mean, the guy, the, the guy scouted out, see, he knew what he wanted to hear, he no, no, really no, knew I, what he listen, wanted. I owe, you know, listen, yeah. tell you about, I owe uh, a great debt to, to Harry Mitchell because uh, Harry um, he did some things right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, good taste. Yeah, you know, he had, uh, you know, um, he really did. He uh, first thing he said, Harold Union, Harold, you know, you know, uh, Ascot, Harold. Well, he was BMI doing, you know, we did BMI, yeah, Harold. You know, I mean, he was, he was on this thing. So, uh, what he set up today, I'm, I'm, I'm receiving, still receiving residuals. You know I mean, from what he did. My, my 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 parents didn't have a clue, uh, you know. Of, of when you the, of when you look business. at when you look at, at at Lawrence, Miss Lawrence, and you look at Mitchell, uh, oh, you're, yeah. you're going to two major mentors. To, oh, you know, yeah. you know he oh, yeah. he kept you. He kept that was the thing. Well, see, Iman Lawrence was a major. Was 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 uh, <laughs> Azar's <laughs> saving grace because she was already hooked up. You know, she would call. You know the president of something, you know, I want you to hear, you know, that's what she, that's how she was doing the, the sextet for a minute, you know, but we, I, I was, I was too anxious. I said, you know, you gotta, you know, uh, you know, and, and then the, one of the problems with that group is that, see, that's, that group is different from, I don't have Alfred, there's two saxophone players that, that's not on uh, this group, you know, uh, I'm still trying to sort everything out. It's a little, right, right. It's a little, so, little, yeah. ha little hazy. Yeah, yeah. So the first album is the Harold Johnson Sextet, but maybe there were actually you know, there was seven a, people in there. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. We there were two saxophone players, uh, uh, Mike and no. Wait a minute. Rutledge was on drums. Wait a minute. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Ronald Rutledge. Wait a minute. It was more than that. Uh, Eddie Senegal, Michael Shaw, Alfred Patterson. Were saxophone players, okay. Three saxophone players and David Crawford on flute, hmm. okay. And wow. then and then um, Billy Jackson on yeah, that's right. How come you didn't go with uh, Palermo or the what, his uh, he, son? He he, uh, he left and uh, went into the service. He, and Jackson came. Where? How did you meet Jackson? Jackson came up to me uh, at a gig. As East Coast musicians do, you know, I got my uh, uh, such and such a, in, in the car, and uh, uh, 
I want to jam with you, man. It's been my life. It's been my, you know, we said, I said, what did he say? My life has been terrible. What are you saying? No, no, said, no something about, you know, it's been, it's, you know, I've always wanted to play with you all my what life. What the heck? You're like, what the heck? Totally over-dramatizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And everybody was looking and said, what did he say? I said, you heard him? You know, I said. I've always wanted to play with you. And he came in there. We said, kicking butt. And the thing about it is, he came in there. Now, Louis, you know, you know, Cuban cat, you know. Afro-Cuban cat, you know, he, he, have you ever heard of Stephanie Spruill? Sure. Harvey Mason was, taught her everything. Well, okay. Stephanie Spruill and David Crawford. She's still around? Oh, yeah. I need to get to her immediately. Yes. And Bobby Porter Hall. Uh, well, the uh, Congo. Yeah, Bobby. I haven't heard of, I mean, seen Bobby in a long time. Bobby's, I, I don't know where she is, but I'd love to talk to Stephanie. She, you know, these... These these female. Uh, okay. I don't want to tell. I don't want to say that Ma Ma when I interviewed Mace and, and that guy is a biz. He's he's all biz, you know. He's legendary. But you know, in those Donald Byrd sessions, sure. uh, you know, and you and you know, she was playing uh, you know symbols. But but he yeah. So she had anyway. Go ahead. So she. How did she link? Well, okay. David Crawford went to Centennial, and so did Stephanie. You know, they was, and uh, when I met David, then of course through David I met Stephanie, and and through uh, and then we hooked up, and then of course Steph Stephanie met Louis Palomo, you know, and they hooked up and had a daughter, you know, so <laughs> so whoa, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it goes. Wow. It was just fire. It was yeah. everything was just synergistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just you know, ah, just it was so much was going. On. But he went into the service. It was beautiful stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, he went into the service. He went into the service, and uh, and that was. Uh, so Jack, even but something about Jackson brought up Spruill. Uh, we were talking well, about. No, okay, well, no, no, I'm, I'm I'm saying that, but no, he no, I mean he yeah. he uh, Louis had already left, and he was more of Afro-Cuban, where Jackson was maybe brought some different kind of chops yeah, to did. the. Yeah, he did. He did because and see, you know when 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 uh, Billy Jackson came up, he he, this cat was had on a. Uh, uh, Shirt and tie. He had a suit on, and we said like, "What? Who wears a?" a what were you guys? You, you had the shades on and the. You know, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and who is this cat come up here? What you know? What I mean, he is an insurance salesman. What is right, this? Right. I, we know, we, we, you know, and he came up there with with his two congas. You know, took his uh, jacket off, and uh, you know, loosened his tie. And played his behind off. He swung hard. And who was on drums at that point? You know, uh, Ndugu was. Yeah, you know. Wow. And that's uh, a lot of power there. Yeah, and and I said, man, uh, we were looking at each other. So and then the thing is, uh, because it was funny because uh, Louis Louis Palomo came, you know, when after basic right. basic training, he came back, wanted his gig back. He said, man, uh, look. Uh, you know, you you left me, man. But we were getting ready before we recorded the first album. What what what, what did you do? You left. He did. This was before the draft. Yeah. He just he, he got it. He couldn't handle it. You know, he just out. You know, I mean, I didn't understand that. You know, you know, he got he hooked up with Stephanie. We thought, well, hey, you know, he didn't. Well, Stephanie was powerful. You know, and he didn't want her saying, you know, and he, I said, man, you're crazy. So it was yeah. He was need he needed to go somewhere. But anyway. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but then he comes back saying, "Hey, I want to, I want in," and you're like, "Too late, that." You know? Oh God! Well, so this is something that should have been on on film. We said, "Well, man, he bought his he bought his congos and uh, they battled it out. They battled it out. We were. It was a 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 it was a, a, a congo off. It was a competition that, to see who could play. So we were at a gig. Oh my God! We were at a gig. This has got to be. I wish there was film of this. I know. This is I legendary Americana. Yeah. This is this, this is the this is why I do this show. I, I understand. They they got together. Please put me back in that in that in that okay. room. Okay. Well, okay. We were at Long Beach College, Long Beach, doing a you know doing a, it was a dance and of course we did our thing you know, and here comes Louis. You know. A man, you know, and you know, and I said, "What's going on?" You know, and he said, "I want, you know, so I want the gig, you know, I want my gig back." And so, uh, and so, Billy told him, "Well, man, you're gonna have to, you know, talk to the cats." You know, I mean, where were you? You know, so, so, you know, um, were you the you were the leader though? Yeah. So I mean, but then Jackson was saying to him, "You need to talk to everybody." Else. No, no, he, he said, "You need to talk to Harold." You know, because uh, right, know, just you, you know, because I mean, hey, he makes, you know, he called, you know, he's called right. the shots. Right. So, so, but I didn't, I, I was somewhere else, you know, and, uh -huh. uh, you know, when they came and got me, you know, I said, man, you need to come around here and, and see what's going on. And when I came around, you know, when I came back in, I looked over the stage, um, Louis was bringing his congos. So now I got two congo players. How many was he playing? Two? He had, he had two. So you had four now? Yeah. So, uh. And a trap set. Yeah. Dude, that's, where, the, you got recordings of that band? No. I mean, this. I mean, that's. This is that band, but not. Does the not, does not the re band. but does the record is it is? Do you think it's an accurate? Is a good representation of that band? Smoking. Good yeah. Well, yeah. The, the not 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 this. This is just. A I know. I know. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. I, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, yeah. I think it was. I think it was. Um, but 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 so you 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 were kind of in in another world. You come back in, all of a sudden you're like, holy cow! There's my old buddy. I got Jackson now. Four Congas. Let's play the gig. So we, you know, I said, I'll tell you what. So we, uh, we had a group. Dun 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 then everybody looked at me and I said, Oh, Kunga. <laughs> On the other side of Kungas. Yeah. Louis Palomo. Uh -huh. Then he did this thing, you know. And so, and so it wasn't enough. So I, I tried to, you know, bring the, bring the, you know, everybody back in, you know, and uh, Billy waved me down. Billy took his second solo. And so, you know, by that time, you know, everybody danced, already danced for 10 minutes by that time. <laughs> then nobody was dancing, so everybody started crowding around they could sense the stage. Yeah. You know, wow. you know, and then, then it went back to, and finally it was, it was, it was a battle. It was a, I mean, there might be a picture, but not, not a recording. It might be a picture of the two of them somewhere around, you know. And they were, I'm talking about Louis Palomo's hands that were, were bleeding. bleeding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is one for the ages. Yeah. This is, so, uh, but so. but it was it. Did, uh, you always felt your leadership style was 
you know, let it be organic. We're not going to make a scene. Let's just play the music. Yeah, that's what I did. And you didn't have any worries that no. that that they were going to get unhinged or anything. You well, just no. I mean, I didn't. You know, truthfully, I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> that's that's that was your first day. That was your yeah. leadership style. Yeah, I it was. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, and that's that's and and that's what that's where the great art comes from, right? And and it really uh, that's what it turned out. And finally, oh my you know, when they, when they got to finish, you know, somebody got up. Uh, the guy, you know, gave me the check. I said, well, it's over with. You know, and then the guy says, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Harold Johnson, seconds of blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so, you know, I was in the car out of there. You know, I said, I, you know, and it's funny because we all have those wagons. <laughs> so you kind of were like, I'm not even, you were so excited. You were just like, I'm not going to deal with this right now. No, no, I didn't deal with it. Like, I, I didn't deal with it, you know, because. Uh, um, not then. No. That's wrong. And that was, that was, uh, as a matter of fact, that wasn't me. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to deal with it. At all because uh, 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 I had I could bring in Harry Mitchell now. I said, well, Harry Mitchell, he's producing this, and uh, we are, you know, you know. And he says, man, well, uh, I said, well, Louis. I, mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, we talk about this. It, we recorded House on Elm Street two weeks after Louis left, you know, and we were doing a gig, and and uh, you know. And, and, and matter of fact, the gig. I just want to be clear. He, he was up. supposed to be on the album. That's right. But then he bounced out of town, yeah. couldn't handle, got too hot. Yeah. And then wasn't there for the session. That's right. Right. So he he knew in his heart of hearts. Yeah. That he had copped out. Yeah. yeah. But he couldn't. He was still going to make a run at. He was going to push. Yeah. And you. Uh, you Unbelievable. You know, and, I'm, and and I mean, and we had we had a good gig coming up. I said, man, you got to you got to make the gig. You know, we been rehearsing and. You know, we got a little, you know, got some airplay coming, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, he didn't make it. So, and, and, and uh, I mean, that, and, and Billy Jackson heard, well, listen to 105, you know, knew we were going to be there, you know, and. Uh, Hold on. Oh, this is so interesting. The gig, that was the gig that Billy showed up and yeah. said, I wanted to play with you for my whole life? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. no uh, so was, he had already been, I mean, what I'm saying is, I guess that what I'm confused is the timeline here. The album Elm Street, uh, uh, Louis was supposed to be the Congo player. Yeah. Um, we only rehearsed. We, we probably rehearsed with uh, Jackson. Jackson probably uh, uh, Billy about three times. We had about three rehearsals. I think we like Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, so before like, right, right before. Right before. Oh, unbelievable. Right before, you know. He probably just felt like there's no way that they're going to come up with anyone to replace me. That he he thought he he guessed wrong. He bet wrong on that. But you, you, you. It was a. It hurt you though. It was not a good. It was no. not. It was not a good uh, ending at all. No. He was pretty pissed. Yeah. yeah. No. So, uh, we didn't. Uh, he was bitter for, you know, quite some time, and I, I heard from him maybe, in the nineties. Somebody called me from Vegas. I said, man, uh, uh, somebody want to talk to you, you know, and uh, it was Louis, you know. Say, hey, you know, wow, uh, beautiful. You know, we, uh, yeah, but that was. Uh, he's trying to get get it out of his system. He, yeah. he knows he's got some stuff to clear. He loves you. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know. And, but uh, Mitchell, yeah, I mean, it, it would have been it, as the leader. It would it would have been some leadership. I don't know how. I, I've never been a leader of a band. Never been a leader of anything. So it's like, you don't know how to. But well, as long as as long as it didn't affect the the outcome of the record, or you know, as long as Jackson stayed in the band for a while. Well, see, uh, no, he was gone. He was. He gone. got pretty. He, it didn't, he, he was gone. He was. He gone. was he, so that left a bad taste in his mouth too, though. Yeah, it was. Wow. You know, but, pivotal. 
you know, and uh, I think, uh, uh, but everything happened so fast. He left and, 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 and Jackson walked in the door, you know, and uh, so it, it was, uh, but he was, you know, he had a thing about him though, you know what I mean? You know, and nobody, nobody, nobody played Kungo's winner wearing a three-piece. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nobody came, you know. And it's kind of Armando Peraza yeah, kind of thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, he loved it. I mean, they loved him. You know, he come in there and he, he's a playboy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he take his jacket off and you know and do his tie, you know, and, and then just so relaxed and just. Know, oh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did this thing and. But he, but he wasn't. But, but yeah, and he, he had like a. Was it more like a, like a, a sh, like he had like a rock group, yeah. like more of a rock player. Yeah, but he was, he was, he was. His thing was, he was fast, and he had some very interesting beats. You know, he, you know, he could, he could, he knew all the oh, beats. I'd he love knew, to have heard he that. He knew everybody's stuff. He knew every, you know, he, you know, he, you know, he wasn't no, you know, he wasn't no chump. He knew, you know, he knew the different, you know, but like. Uh, you know, Louis was from grassroots though. Mm -hmm. Louis could play one conga. You know, you know, two was a, was an orchestra, but he could play one and boy, whoo, pop. You know, you know. I'm what would you have wanted? What 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 was the out? You you left that night from the from the dance. What would have been your ideal outcome? Well, it it happened. This is this this is the way it happened. Because it sounds to me that you would have kind of liked to have both of them. Well. I did have them that night. I know you did, and you announced them both as you know, the you know, So, you know. but what would you have liked? What was the outcome there? Just well, whatever? we had moved on. Yeah, we had moved on. You know, sadly, just you know, I mean, uh, honestly, we had we got a groove, and you know, just that much. You know, uh, uh, Billy and uh, and Dougal locked, say, locked, and the personalities was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. You know, personality. It's a big factor. Yeah, big factor. You know. You know, and uh, so hey, uh, uh, we, you know, uh, but everybody in the group, you know, uh, Ron, uh, you know, Brother Chi, uh, you know, God, he, Ron's still Ron playing. He's he played with uh, Marilyn, Marilyn McCoo and David, you know, Billy Davis for forever. You know, uh, you know, so he, I don't know if he was like the MD, you know, uh, you know, so everybody in, you know, in the group, you know, you know, they. They hung in the industry, you know. I mean, they, you know, and uh, of course you you know Larry Nash and you know Indugo, you know, and uh, uh, but you you know, but David, who? David. I'll Crawford. get to Crawford. Oh yeah, David is his his thing is extensive, you know. So, wow, because he was, you know, he was uh, he's Quincy Jones boy. I mean, he was in orchestration and and I was I was you know, listening the other day at uh, I forgot about the. Um, Michael Jackson, the Jackson Five, they never can't say goodbye, you know, you know, and then the flute solo coming down. I forgot that was David, hmm. you know, all you know. I said they was all he was all in the mix, you know. He was doing stuff with, you know, he was doing acting, and then he was in like Tammy and the Doctor. He would do, he would, he was, he was in plays. He was doing, you know, orchestration, you know. He had a he. He was a master of all yeah, trades. Yeah, really, he, yeah, he was doing all kinds. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I was trying to catch up and learn. Rutledge, so. I feel, I know that name. Ronald Rutledge, Ron Rutledge. Ron, I feel like he was playing on like black jazz records or something like he, that. He you played know. on a lot of stuff, you know, but you know, he he like hooked, finally hooked, um, on Marilyn and, and and Billy, you know, and he did. And of course, for a while, he did the Fifth Dimension thing, you know, and then when the Fifth when they broke away, then he stayed with um, Marilyn and you know, 
and Billy, mm -hmm. you know, for years. So, and I tried, I tried to, uh, I tried to uh, get him on Facebook, you know. Put that on. It was great music, but poorly recorded. That's what I'm saying about how some are you great music, terrible, you know, um, just recorded on, you know, Mitchell right. had he had no budget. That's the problem. He had no budget. Okay, so um, uh, no, let's go back to yeah. the, uh, the um, but now we would we would. No, no. Well, you, Universal now, see, so we got a budget now. Right. So, so it was. Uh, this was. This was. This. Uh, quality wise. Everybody loves a winner. You know. Um, quality wise. You can't find that album ev anywhere. Uh, it, it came online one time, um, and I mean it was water damaged and pretty banged up, and it was still forty bucks. So you know, but the vibes. I mean, you were channeling. There was just so much going on, so much going on that that was influencing you. And but, what do you think when you listen to the, the that, to that album, to this album, not this one, but the Elm Street original? What were you trying to do with that? Put the Harold Johnson twist on it. What was it? Was it the gospels? What was what was the vocals? What was it? What was making it different from Herbie Mann or Jade or anything that was going on at that time? It was well. It was. For me, I think it was transitional. I think I was, I was, well, I was still, it was, it was still, uh, you know, uh, kind of a melting pot. I mean, it was, everybody had, everybody, there was some, some, some jazz, it was Afro-Latin, there was some, there was some gospel. We did two gospels. We did, we did Go Down Moses, don't, 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 you know, everybody wow. loved that, you know, Go Down Moses on that flute, just, you know, just, just, you know, everybody, you know. God, you know, of course, it was in the Watch the Watch Festival. Uh, David just laid them out, you know, on that on that flute, you know, and then. Um, so you got an invite to the Watts Festival? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I mean, who else was playing? We that? we were we we followed uh, um, O. C. Smith. Hugh wow. Masakela was on, uh -huh. you know, uh, and O. C. Smith, you know, and here's the thing, <laughs> we we laugh about. It. O.C. Smith, you know, everybody had 15 minutes. Oh, 20 minutes. Everybody had 20 minutes. Uh, 105 was doing it. O.C. Smith took up five of our minutes. And we were telling him to get off. And we were throwing rocks at O.C. Smith. <laughs> okay, we went juvenile. Yeah, you were, we, you were getting pissed. Okay. No, I mean, yeah. And he was doing, that's life. Oh, that's life. I've been a puppet, a parrot, a puppet. <laughs> you know, and the, 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 crowd, the, crowd, the crowd loved him. And he and he, and he did, and a one more time, I've been a puppet. A, <laughs> He's just oh, egging you on. Oh, that, that did it. You know, we were throwing rocks. You could hear ping pong pong, you know. And he, I got to go, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get off this oh, thing. Oh, oh, boy. We, and we got on there, and we, so fast, you know, just so fast. We, we you know. <laughs> yeah, right, you were playing yeah. so super oh, speed. And uh, boy, and, and we, anyway, that was a it was a great you know what a great uh, you know time that was. And then uh, right after right after us was uh, Hugh Masakela. Yeah, uh, he was head. Wow, it's funny. I was just I was I'm staying with the skipper Henry Franklin. Okay, and uh, I think he was playing with Hugh at that time. It was grazing in the grass time. Yeah, and uh, to read about the debauchery. Wow. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about, I don't even know how those animals even rem 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 were able wow. to stay alive. I mean, the amount of abuse yeah. 
the substance abuse, the the cognac, the cocaine, the 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 partying, and well, and see for us, but we were young kids though. I'm not saying you guys oh, were involved with that. No, no, I'm saying that that's the one thing about that, that was doing that era. I mean, it was. I mean, it was, I know, no, I mean, I, when I I was stunned when I I I was stunned in the Henry told me I said out of any band, Willie Bobo or 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 Kayla or you know Gene Harris, you know Freddie Hubbard, who what band did you was the most partying? He goes Massacre by far because yeah. they cut that gold album and they were make they had so much yeah. money and they were. But Hugh was, was Hugh. I just read his his his, his autobiography. I mean, it's, I, what I, what amazes me is that he can even remember any of this stuff, and he's got an amazing memory. Yeah. But yeah, you followed that. So there was the South Africa. You have this African blend. It seemed sure. like there was an awareness within the community to say keep the roots of the music here. We have, and I. That's what I love about your stuff, is that it's just so percussive laden. And you said something about before about. Church, you know, just just in general, what I find with jazz, you know, I'm, I find it to be very brassy and very European now, and I don't, I don't know. Well, it is. I don't like the the the, the Afro Latin, Af, the 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 minority minority, the the Chicano and Afro. And Europe is trying to claim it as their music. Well, that might be. Str- I, I, they should only say that they are part of the melting pot. Yeah. They, it's not their music. It, 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 to me, the classical strain is it, the, the perfection, the honing, the sort of linear quality is. It it, it takes away. It, it's it's that rugged street, urban rhythm. It's the street rhythms that you guys grew up in those neighborhoods, seeing the street action, the street rhythm. And playing those rhythms with those guys that you know you could just sit in front of Mongo at the lighthouse for yeah. hours watching him slam those. And things. a lot of people think that uh, you know, and really, you actually, it's it was on, it was on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, I mean, they always point to the, to the East Coast. No, 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 no. You know, well, there was a there was a there was a different yeah. kind of thing going on yeah. here because on the East Coast you had the Palladium. Okay. Because you had Rene Touzet playing the radio. Front, you had Tito Puente. And that's where Mongo and Willie Bobo came from. Jader, yeah, Jader brought those guys true. to the West Coast. That's true. So that's true. the West Coast then had that cool, that, that California breeze. So it had its own thing going. Well, everybody was moving here, though. Yeah. You know, a lot of East Coast guys. Yeah, were like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were moving. You know, and that, so they they that's had right. they had re, you know uh, relocated and and so it was it was the sign of the times. I mean, it was just uh, what a what a great. Time it was, you know, what a great era of music it was. I mean, and everybody, um, when you when you look back on it, um, I mean, there's of course there never be nothing. There never be <laughs> that will never happen again. This is a whole different thing. But for I'm I'm amazed that when I you know turn on um, 88.1, you know, K Jazz, that that that's you know they they're still playing, you know. That's 60s. I said, wow, this is, I'm blown away. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it holds up better today than it, because yeah, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it's... But remember, it left here and went to Europe, though. Well, that, uh, well. Uh, uh, that's interesting you just said that. I, 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 a lot of times, I, sometimes if we're in Phoenix and we're driving home to Tucson, I'll turn on 91.5, which is the mm-hmm. NPR station in Phoenix, and they'll pick up K-Jazz in, in, in L.A., and I'll hear a lot of the... the uh, you know the the Lee Morgans and the and the jazz, the messengers and oh, yeah. and I'm okay with I mean that don't that stuff was fierce and those guys were oh, yeah. ridiculous. We all learn from 
you know. Of course, Horace Silver, the you know, the, oh, no. but 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 it's like oh. even I just my I I just like to push a little bit past that to to the Harold John the late '60s and early '70s because you know I like those isotopic I like the, the Leslie Speaker going through the Fender Roads I like having <laughs> I like having the multiple the multiple. Uh, I mean, Please dude, Dizzy, Dizzy Gillespie, Dizzy, Dizzy became obsessed playing congas. After after a while, he he, he, he at one point in the early seventies, he had an album, timbales, congas, bongos, no drum, no trap set, yeah. and trumpet and a flute and maybe a piano. It's a different kind of thing. It's a different kind of it's a different kind of feel, you know. And I just uh, it was it was inge- it was ingenious yeah, in some ways. Yeah, yeah. And you and you loved, and so then we move into the so. So really, that that dance kind of hall, Jackson and they kind of knocked themselves out. They yeah. were both gone. Yeah, you know they you know they got it out of the system and and uh, I remember David David and I we talked about that. David said, "Man, he was just laughing because he was he was bubbling over because he could not believe what had happened." You know, and I, I um you know I walked off stage. You know, and. Um, <laughs> And uh, and went you know <laughs> I stood to the sideline where everybody else did you know and then uh, uh, you know got me a, a, a lemonade you know huh. you know and um, and watched them you know I said well this is uh, this is unbelievable wait 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 so after the performance they continued no no I'm a, this is this is how long this went on you just actually you actually stopped playing I walked off did did Indugu stay on drums. Oh no no no! Oh no! They were just no. It we, just came down to with mono mono. Yeah, we, everybody everybody left them on on the stage. The, the audience thought we planned it. The audience thought you know they thought it was the greatest, and it was. It's probably the greatest thing that they've ever seen. I want to tell you something right now. You know, live jazz could use some some yeah. some some moxie like that. Yeah, I, that that could really that's like a boxing match. Yeah, it was. It was, and I'm talking about. And when you know when they finally hit, boom! Everybody went up and flames. Ah, you know, and the guy came up. You know, oh, I just suck that. You know, so, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. You know, <laughs> Un- unbelievable. And we, you know, of course, we were on the phone uh, talking to each other all night long. Man, you know, man, I just got off. You know, what we going? Landlines. Oh, no, yeah. no cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no cell phones. <laughs> Oh, did you that. actually? But you didn't talk to. Did you talk to to, um, to well, Crawford I, that night? Uh, Crawford, yeah. We no, not, not. I'm sorry. Not. Yeah. Not. not uh, oh, you talking about Jackson? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Billy called me. He says. Uh, he says. Uh, <laughs> My hands are gonna you know, fall off. <laughs> he, says, uh, he asked me. He said, "What's well, so, so? So what's what's up? Right. Said, you know what's, what's you know." Yeah. And I said, oh, "Man, uh, I'm not making any changes." You know, I says we're you know we're going on. We got to do what we got to do. And uh, he said, okay. And you're about ready to cut the aisle. Yeah. You know, I mean, we we can't. We ain't got no, you know. God, that was just. Uh, How long? Without getting too into the details, although this is incredibly fascinating, uh, Louis. How long did he actually kind of disappear for? Well, he went to basic training. He, 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 no, no, but, oh, but oh. no. When he had the kind of when it kind of got too hot in the kitchen and he well, left. He, uh, uh, I think, it was because of the relationship between. Uh, see, this was a whole summer thing. This, I, I called it the summer fling. You know, uh, the '66 summer fling was between him and, and Stephanie Spruill. 
you know, and that that thing got, you know, that's what, you know, made it crazy because she, Stephanie got pregnant. You know, we were seniors in high school and, uh, you know, I think, you know, she had, you know, she's graduating, whatever, you know, we were all seniors, you know, and uh, and he got out. Palermo played on the first album? No, no, he, no, no, he didn't. Is no. that when he left? Yeah, he, he, so the, he, on the he first, played on nothing. So, so, he played so, on no recording. So, so, so he was playing. He, we, we it, was the, it was when it was when Nash was carrying the bass, and you brought in Louis. That was the original quartet. That's a quartet, right? Right, and he then never recorded that first album was the one where he spaced. Yeah, and here comes the second recording, and he wants back in. Yeah, I see. Yeah, strange. What a strange song. Yeah, yeah. And see now, you know, but that was the summer of love, and that yeah. things were done, and, he, and then he, and then, and then he, and then he tweaked that. Yeah, uh, just I um, you know I um, uh, well, uh, but Billy was Billy. Is, he he became the superstar. He became you know I mean he had a following. You know everybody loved Billy. You know, and uh, he was just he was just uh, straight head, no no drama. You know, he was just there to take care of business. I mean, he was from East Coast cat. You know, you know. I mean, he, he you know, he, you know, what, where, when, what time? Right. I'll be there. No, you know, no drama. You know, and everybody, everybody say, hey, Billy's the one. You know, and uh, and so he was like, uh, and he gelled with Ndugo better. Oh, you know, they jammed. You know, and and uh, and uh, but Ndugo was a great cat. I mean, Ndugo, Ndugo, you know. Um, no, I know. I mean, I, yeah. you know. Hold on. Thing was, I, I, I appreciate him uh, giving me props, you know, for um, for, for him starting his career. Mm. You know, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I heard another, you know, I was he was on the radio one time, and I said, what, you know, and, and I said, Dougal, you know, and I and he said, well, I, you know, and I heard, you know, and I, and well, I started my career with the Harold Johnson Sextet, and blah blah blah. I said, oh, it was, you know, high-powered, you know, and I said, I said oh, well, that's... That well, when I, listen, I want to tell you something. I emailed him, I, I you know, well, and I, this is going back, and he's like, Jake, you know, because he's busy. Yeah. And, and he, he's like, listen, I can, I can give you, <laughs> Sunday, 3 p.m., you know, you want to do it, let's do it. And I transcribed the interview, I'll send it to your email if you have one, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, it was a, Similar conversation to the one we're having now, and but different. But we focused on that time period, and I think it'll warm your heart. He didn't. I wasn't really aware of of this this younger your crew at that point. We were talking about. Oh yeah. You, we were talking about the 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 wide open radio of L.A. We were talking about mentoring and leadership and music and black jazz and oh yeah and and all this. I, I read those quotes. Because I, this is going to be a book. I mean, I'm writing a book. Okay. And I think uh, that he also he it was just spot on. What I'm trying to say is the fact that he it doesn't surprise me that he he was what he when I what I was talking to him about was right there. Okay. But yeah, it's like I mean, but if you I mean, is it a bad thing to run to the money? I guess that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. I mean, yeah, could yeah. I have done it? Could, I mean, could we have? Would, would I have the self-restraint to say, no, I'm, I'm more into the art. than the, I, 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 I'll make some money, but I'm more into doing what I want to do. I think, I think it was it, uh, the, the opportunities open up to him. And, and that's, 
you know, that had a lot to do with it. I mean, when, you know, when the, when the door of opportunity opens, you know, I mean, those doors, it, it became available to him, you know, and, and he went there, you know, um, one thing, um, years went by, you know, and, and, um, and he was all, he said, you know something, you know, some, uh, and he told me this maybe a couple of years ago, you know, he says, you know, uh, I mean, a couple of years, you know, we fought it some years later, you know, he says, you know, the first gig I did with you, um, the, it was a, it was a big gig, you know. We 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 uh, to us it was a big gig because everybody got to pay one hundred fifty dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money way back then. That's that's like five hundred, okay. six hundred okay. bucks in there right now. You know what I mean? And and and, and although, <laughs> uh, um, uh, so everybody was looking at the, looking at him, you know, because he was like. You know, he was just filling in. You know what I mean? And uh, but yeah, but the gig was, you know, we, for Rutledge. Yeah, you know. So, um, uh, you know, like, are you gonna pay him the same thing? I say, yeah. I mean, you know, then then it was honest. I mean, you know, the the you know the divided by divided by six, you know. And so, uh, and I, I paid him one hundred fifty dollars. He um, um, he says. Uh, you know, he was really grateful for But what I did not know is that his family, his mother, his family was at home with his parents, his mother, uh, that they were uh, depending on that $150 for a house payment. Mm. Did not know how important it was, you know, and, and he thought, and he really had heard, you know, that, uh, you know, he thought, you know, because he was filling in, mm -hmm. you know, that half of it was going to go to, you know, Ronald, and then uh, and and then uh, and half of it was going to go to him. You Just know, he, because he wasn't the right. Lead. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So and so anyway, when I you know, and, but I, I said no, man. Uh, it was just a selfless. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, Ronald, he didn't make the gig, and you did great. You know, so <laughs> so I was happy. You know, what I mean? man, you you right on it. You know, what I mean, you held it, and so uh, I didn't realize until years later. You know what what was going on? He told you that a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, a couple wow. years ago. Wow. You know, I mean, all this time, you know, because you know, different interviews. He was saying, "Yeah, well, I started my uh, career, you know, you know, with Harold Johnson and blah blah." I said, "Whoa, you know." And somebody said, "You know, man, did you hear?" You know, I said, "Yeah, man, he gave me some props." You know, I said, "That was, you know, I mean, he big time." You know, what I mean, as as opposed to me, you know, he started playing with everybody. You know, my thing was I didn't play with everybody. You know, I didn't get. Well, that's it. the th going. I don't want to, but but you know, it seems. I, there's other that people that, that it seems like some people feel like the his he sold that. out. Yeah, his artist. I mean, is that, is that, 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 the question well, is, yeah. you know, the, 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 that's what bums out the true artist because the, but the, his artistry changed. It changed because he learned what was commercial. He he learned what right. what was you know what was what was mm. selling. He learned what what Quincy Jones wanted. You know. One time I did, when I first met Quincy, Quincy Jones came to me, you know, and he says, uh, uh, he said, man, I, I want some of that, uh, I was playing clapping that, you know, on the gig. He says, uh, I want I want some of that, uh, that, that Billy Preston, uh, 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 Stevie Wonder stuff, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the chords were, he had like four bars on, on, a, on, a, on a piece of paper, on a, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> A sandwich bag, you know, <laughs> you know, for yeah. you know, and it had a repeat size, you know, just to you know, and I, 
you know, and he wanted some, what did he say? He said he wanted some Billy Preston, Stevie Wonder, somebody else, uh, so-and-so stuff, you know, uh, Phil. And I said, okay. I didn't know, you know, I just did what I did. You know, I said, good, cool. You all right, you know. And so, I mean, that's that's how I met Quincy way back in, you know, 69, 70, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> no, I think, but I think, you know I mean? but I think the larger point is, and you're not the only one to, to say this, is that you feel like you kind of looked out for him, and people have wondered why, why didn't he do the same for me? Yeah. You know, in some ways. Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's selling out is more than just that. It's knowing what you did as a not just you. Uh, it just it, it seems to me like he was a transcendent figure in this spiritual music community and he chose to go to the commercial path yeah. where he could have been that sure. he could have been that bridge right yeah. and yeah. he or he could have been a major but I think but, but we all did though Jake I mean well, yeah, no, I, yeah, I know I don't want to put it all on him I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that you know yeah we all did I mean we had you know don't don't forget when I came to Motown Joe Sapa was playing he was playing on the session you know that's not what he plays. You know that's not. <laughs> he was just making. He was getting double. You know double double scale. You know what I mean. But he, he was he was. You know what I mean. So you. But you just hear that in Dugu's chops. Uh, different from, from the early seventies uh, before different. the pop stuff. Yeah. I mean. It, oh, that's not that. <laughs> but uh, that's. Uh, I, I want to hear that. I want to hear him playing on that because, dude, when I hear him, when I yeah, hear but that's him, not that's not him. Though. That's not him. You know, I mean, this this I gotta find this album. This is an album cover from, uh, you know. This he didn't play on the reunion set. No, no, no. But the thing is, the, the thing is that when I hear him in that uh, uh, true jazz, true jazz, or that improvisational setting, he just locks it down. Yeah. It was a, he was a, he, he has the massive chops. So yeah. to know that he's 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 trading craft for, you know, for the yeah. for the for the pop for the commercial stuff is. Uh, but you know, at the same time, he's at USC. He's he has private uh, instruction. He still knows how to mentor. I, I'm telling you, this interview that I did with him, uh, I, I read it, and it's it's a it's a mountain of of, of wisdom and knowledge. But uh, playing with someone like that, um, you just want to make sure that maybe, you know, I hope he hears this. You know, yeah. I hope he hears it, and I hope he I hope it's, it sticks in him because. Uh, I, I he, the guy was a. Uh, well, we used to say he was a natural, but you know what? What you know? But I was what, looking at pictures. What, and, what, yeah. When you're thinking about that, I mean, what he? I mean, you know, I mean, I, I always believe there's there's a difference between talent and gifts. I mean, you know, a talented to me is mm -hmm. uh, you 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 can better your talent. You can uh, you know you can uh, build on your talent, but a gift mm -hmm. is just what it is. You know, I mean, I, we can. Play the same four bars, same chords, but a whole different emotional spirituality. A whole there's 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 just a difference between a gift and a talent. You know, a talent can be developed, but a gift hmm. is just what it is. It's a gift. You know, and how did you do that? I mean, I mean, so I mean, there are some you know, so we, you know, some 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 guys. You know, they, you know, you know, you just said, man, I, you know. Uh, and it's a bit of a travesty when they don't choose that path. Yeah. Right? Because that, yeah. that is the thing. It's like, that's when you are, uh, 
I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. You know, and it's not it's, it. It goes across the board. Um, uh, but I also I see the skipper's house is wall to wall pictures and photographs. Unlike a lot of the guys, maybe yourself included, uh, he was cogent enough to keep all the memorabilia over fifty. So I mean, the history speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at. Softball fields, Bobby Hutcherson oh, playing vibes, wow. Skipper on bass, George Campbell's on piano, and there's Ndugu with the, and he's playing drums. And at some point, you know, he got 50 bucks for the gig, and he's like, you know, I, I, I got to make more. Because, you know, he fought, they fought for everything they could to, to keep the house. Sure. For, so, I mean, he was saying, I, I want to, I am, you know, and, and I can't pretend to know what that feels like, you know. So that was a conscious decision. It's just, to me, it's like we're talking here about these links that, links in the chain and your generation whether it's you know i think in some cases you can point to a lot of different things it was you know pushing too early absentee fatherism not really knowing how to relate to your kids not passing on that instrumental love the improvisational love and then just sort of the societal things but we're talking about this lack of evolution really lack of individuals individuality great you're you're making beats that's not individualism, no. right? No, I mean, that, that, you know, you, where's it? Where, you, Bill Cosby, a, when I interviewed Cosby, he's like... That's a nightmare. I, I just, I looked at the kid and said, my God. And, and the thing about it, here's the thing, you know, he, he'd probably do well. He'd probably make a lot of money, you know, selling beats. Oh, my God. But, you know, now, when, I, when, now, when, I, when I just, I was thinking about this. Yeah. I just, one thing that I remember, what I remember, well about the era, um, it was um, the love of what you, it's, you know, when you love what you're doing and, mm. you know, um, it makes the difference. I mean, when you love something so much that, uh, you, you know, you don't care if you get paid or not. <laughs> That's no more. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I've never heard nobody, it's, it, you know, no, no. I'm talking about uh, when we first, uh, when we first hit a groove, I mean, we, we wanted to like just uh, play it everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, here we, you know what I mean? It was just like a, I can remember, you know, when, uh, when we first started, we wanted, we, we looked for a, a gig. And we wanted, you know, just, you know, just a. Uh, just an uh, opportunity to get it out, yeah, you know, you get know, it out of your I system, mean, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, exactly what it was. And we, you know, and, and, and uh, uh, not knowing, you know, I mean, not knowing that, that uh, uh, how, how we were going to be, you know, uh, accepted or you know received or you know but uh, um, you know we were and that was uh, that was more rewarding I mean that was unbelievable we didn't expect it you know but uh, but there came a period of time in right around this time where um, you guys stopped playing just for the audience right. you were playing to get better and and you were loving what you were doing so much right. that you were you were playing to master your craft, and, and you loved what you were doing so much. You know, it was kind of like Lee Morgan philosophy, Miles Davis philosophy. It's like, you know, we're going to play what we love, and the audience can decide whether they like it or not. Mm -hmm. And we're not much into caring whether they like it or not. You know, like, I mean, I mean, now it's about pleasing. You know, here's, like you said, it's, uh, uh, we're going to put on a show, uh, it's going to cost 10,000 bucks. I mean, you could go to the lighthouse for five bucks and see Mongo Santa Maria play. You know, with the congas right in your face, oh, boy. and and now it's about pleasing the sure. patron. 
they want to hear these tunes. You got to play these tunes. They got to hear, you know, oh. you want to play anything experimental. What are you talking about? It's going to be, no, no, no. And that is a, uh, a conformity. It's a corporate business mentality. It's, and when that business and that, when that math starts to overtake the soul, then the music is kind of just dead in the water. Well, you know, I found, uh, you know, it's in one sense, you know, like, you know, playing in Europe, you know, in Europe, um, yeah. you don't necessarily have to be uh, famous, but you have to be good. And here, you, don't have, you really don't have to be that good, but you got to be famous in some eras, you know what I mean? And, and when, when you look at the two, when I look at the, you know, I, I, I work with, you know, a few artists, you know, over overseas, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, um, this person is not famous here, but uh, this person is very good, and the people know that she's good, and that's why I, I go over there and work with this person. You know, I don't mention no names, but uh, uh, but here uh, you, you need to be famous. Now they've got a lot of people who are famous, but they are marginal to me. You know, you know. I you are really yeah. cutting. You know, we are caught up in in style yeah. over substance, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in Europe, it's uh, the opposite. Yeah, just opposite. I mean, you don't have to be famous, but you got to be good. They know what good is. They know. They know what media. And they, well, they, they, they they know what art is. Yes. They they, they appreciate it for art. I mean, I I, I put up these quotes, yeah. Uh, yeah. and you know, I get. And you hit it on the head because I mean, there's nowhere you go, you play that you that you don't have a Steinway and Sons. No way, no way, no venue. You know, if it's not a style, then it's, you know, it might be a Yamaha, but no way will you ever go to a venue. And, and, and mostly it's Steinway. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, a, you know. It, you, it's sponsored yeah, by, yeah. It's, you know, yeah. You, you never, you know, I mean, they, it's about the arts. And so if it's about the arts, you got to have the best. You know, I mean, here and then, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different thing, you know. So it's, it's disheartening, I think. Um, mm -hmm. You know now, and now that everybody that I know, they, they're you know moving, uh, you know myself included, I'm, I'm moving into like uh, in films now. I'm going moving into video now. I'm taking the music and incorporating in, in something else because, uh, uh, you know, uh, everybody, uh, it's it, you know if if it's downloadable, you can't. I mean, once you hit the internet, the internet is global. You can't control it on on on, on them, but you can control what you put on the internet. You know, but once it's on there, I mean, uh, I, I, I forgot, I was looking at, uh, I don't have it with me. I was looking at uh, uh, one of my, uh, one of my uh, uh, albums is, is, is distributed by, uh, was, I looked at it earlier today, it was distributed by some, somewhere in Italy. I said, Italy? Mm -hmm. What are you, you know what I mean? I'm not getting paid, you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> you know, right, right, you know right, 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 you know, right, right. You know, once it's, once it's, the internet is global. You know, I mean, it's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm talking to some other people. You know, I said, listen, you know, they want to put put everything up on YouTube. I said, well, you want to put a sample of what you do on YouTube? You know, put a sample. I'm gonna put the whole song. I said, once you put it on, anything on it can be downloaded. Yeah. I don't care. That, you know, it might be harder. It may be hard for me, but easy for somebody. Who, you know, can, you know. Yeah. Well, it also it also speaks. There, there's a great drummer up in the Bay Area, George Marsh, and he um, <laughs> he did a. a it was, this is how far we've gone as a country, but back in the early 70s, uh, Standard Oil and Gas in California sponsored, uh, put out these, I don't know if it was an oil spill or something, or they were mandated to, to put in money to the arts or something, but you had these double albums coming out, percussion albums and keyboard albums, and you had people talking 
Quasi Badu, you know, right. on African, you know, right, right. and you had all showing fusion, Indian drumming, uh, Afro-Cuban. I mean, it was educational stuff. It was so cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you. And, um, you know, uh, one of these beat guys took George's voice, because George was talking to Quasi Badu, and he put it in one of his samples, or one of his mixes. He didn't tell George. Found that second hand. George wound up going to court and settling with the guy. Because, you know, I mean, the point was, that's going back to Gene Page. Oh, yeah. This is the values thing. You couldn't ask. Yeah. Our generation is less trusting, more insecure, less able to just look you in the face. I mean, it's always been there, but, you know... But the sampling, the, the, when the 80s, when the sampling started, it was just murder. <laughs> well, but, but, you know, but, was, but the idea of, of saying, I'm just going to take, ahead, I'm going to take this guy's, sure. like you talked about Italy, they're selling your CDs. I'm going to take this without trying to find out where the artist is first and maybe talk to him about how to make it, you know, yeah, to, yeah. for everybody it's, how do I make the money? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you didn't, the communal, familial sort of, Qualities with with a proper balance between mathematics and love, um, and and then you have today a lot of music schools that are just factories, and they need the just like professors have to uh, publish articles in order to keep their jobs mm -hmm. instead of actually teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, Schools, in order to get funding, need to produce these kids with monster chops, and it's just sort of a, 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 a mass market. It's a meat market. It's just you just you're pumping out people that can can play that, but there there's nothing. There's no brotherhood there, yeah. you know. Whereas you guys literally had that that neighborhood, like you know yeah. that in, in, that in, you know indigenous, not really indigenous, but it, you know it was like it. it boiled up from the neighborhoods and, you know, the Crusaders were living over here and you could, they, they, they'd be willing to open their door for you and talk to you. you know, I mean, it's, it, it, it was, it was, uh, I, you know, I do want to spend a few minutes on this. Like I said, I mean, in four months ago, I, I looked at that album when I bought it and I said, the picture of you is, it's like an angular shot wide open where you're, it's on the side. And I'm like, where is this, who is this cat, man? You know, like he's gone. He's long gone. You know, I thought. You know, you. You know, it, I. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought I would have been sitting here talking <laughs> to you. But that album, the reason that I gravitated to it right away was I saw Woody Theus. Oh yeah. And and I'm curious as to how you were able to to. to High school. He was under me. He was younger than you. Yeah. See. Well, um, my status at high school, I was like, a, you know, um, king of the hill. Yeah, that's what it was, you know, and uh, and everybody wanted to be in my review. <laughs> you know, that's an, review. That, yeah, the fact that you were cutting singles and LPs, it, yeah, that, yeah, it was yeah pretty... during that time. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't even have a car. I'd walk to school, you know, and people uh, come out on the front porch. Yeah, yo, yo, listen. 
this one was playing. I mean, my music playing. I didn't even have a car. My music was playing on the radio. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Right. Right. Um, unbelievable. Right. 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 And uh, and uh, oh, what a time. Yeah. It was, what a great time. It was just. I what mean, a beautiful it, time. It, it was. It really was. Music was playing. My music was playing on the radio. I didn't even have a car. Didn't even car. I think Mass Caleb was riding a bike at one point. He was broke. I mean, he, and that's yeah. he just. I, some guys would just spend their money. In your case, yeah. you just they didn't give you a huge. You know, you weren't. Yeah. You didn't get a lot of money for making those albums. Yeah. And it was more about getting name recognition, yeah. you know. And, and that was that was a great that was God that was great, you know. They would, you know, you know I mean, it was right before right before school. It was early in the morning, you know. I said, man, you know, listen, listen, look at the plan. I said, oh, all right, all right, then, yeah, yeah, you know. So you know, and uh, well, what, was, what what are your first memories of of encountering Ship, playing wise, the drummer? Um, encountering Woody Theus, genius. Uh, I'm probably uh, the fastest pair of hands uh, uh, next to uh, I don't know <laughs> I don't know mm -hmm. I mean he he uh, uh, once again you know we 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 we're going back to talent and gift you know there are some you know I think uh, you know uh, he was uh, I mean who did he play with he didn't play with nobody. So how did you get that great? <laughs> you know, you just came out. You know where? You know where? He didn't have a track record. He just like appeared from out of nowhere. Well, he. he I'll tell you, he had a uh, Roberto Miranda, the bass player, was his best friend. Probably younger, same his age. Yeah, but I mean, I they know, would I go. Know. I tell you how they went to a. Ha uh, he had in his garage. He had a, a room in the garage mm -hmm. that he would stack with egg crates. Up to the top of the ceilings, all the way to the wall. Oh, I, I, I know. And oh, he I know would. How, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he just would play uh, roles. And you know, and you, oh, know yeah. you know, he has a sister, Marithias. She around? Yeah, she's somewhere around. I haven't seen her in a year, but she's a keyboardist. I need to find her. Sonship has been in my soul this entire yeah, push. Yeah. But no, my point is but, that. But, but, but no, no, yeah, no. But yeah. I mean, no. I, I, I understand. But I mean, it's just. I mean, I know he was. He was woodshedding somewhere, and we say woodshed. He was woodshedding. That's yeah. right. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's how he got that good. Yeah. But he came out of nowhere. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and uh, and that's where he was. You know, and so like by that time I was senior, and he was like tenth grade, just getting into high school. And I said, man, you, you bad boy. So when I graduated, I, I said I called him up. I said I'm doing it. I got to do an album. You know, got to do it. You know, I, I I had no by that time uh, my I didn't have the same manager, and I just uh, I needed. Uh, You're still with review, though. I was still with review, and uh, I was just. Uh, uh, but I mean, I can't even talk about that. That was, you know, you you you, you can't. Um, you, everybody makes mistakes, you know. I, that was one mistake that I made. That uh, I, uh, you know, I regret that I didn't uh, take that last project serious, you know, only because once again. I'm Elm Street, German. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's because, it's because... Uh, yeah, I don't want to... Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, I don't no, want I mean you, Motown was... Yeah. Motown was... You get free, here's a check, you know, so... Uh, and... Uh, but wait, I, just... Did, did that album get good reviews? When it first a couple of things, a couple of things. On it. it got, you know, it, it all... It's like, it's it, a stealth it, album. Yeah, it was almost... It was, uh, you know what I mean? I, I laughed when I that, that program called Almost Famous. It was one of them. Almost famous, you know. Yeah, but and uh, you know the studio was was okay. You know, I mean, technically it was recorded okay, but what but what was recorded was was thrown together. So 
it was, you know, and a couple of things I did, a couple of things was okay. The rest of it I was just trying to get finished, you know, so I can get it out of there. So that was part of my contract, you know, I got to get this album out of the contract so I can get a release because I had, uh, you know, the big check waiting for me, you know, to, you know, and did not realize that I was going from a major, you know, to a very, to a smaller uh, company. Did not realize that I was going from Universal to Motown to a smaller company. That's right. You were really downsizing. You know, yeah, yeah, I was yeah downsizing. Yeah. You know, I mean, all yeah. they were uni, so popular. Going, going from Uni. So did, yeah. did it have that multi yellow label with the multi colors in it? Yeah. Universal Uni. Yeah. It was on at UNI. Yeah, well, yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was UN, Uni at that right, time. Uni. Right, right, right. Same as Masakela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you, but but and Larry Carlton. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, David T. Walker yeah. and myself, we yeah. had the same manager at one time. Mitchell. Yeah. Harry Mitchell huh. managed all of us for years. You know, I mean, you know how how it goes. I mean, now, you know, I mean, I mean, I I could call him up. You know, hey, you know, all three of them. You know, I mean, both of them. You know, we. Call, I called last last time I called uh, uh, Larry Carlton. His manager called me back. Hey, Harold, what's going on? Well, what's going on? I said, uh, you know, I said, well, you tell me. Are you telling me that uh, he's not going to, uh, uh, you know, return my phone call? You know, I said, you know, so. Well, who just? Well, I'm, I, I, I suppose he will, but you know, we're just, you know, just trying to see what's. I said, no. I said, never mind. Right. Never mind. Okay. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying, I'm just saying how 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 things. You know, you know. You got the message. You got. I you, got the message. I got the message. You know. So, so okay. Interesting. Because I mean, I had an idea. You know. I said, you know. Mm, you know. But uh, it's it's all right. You know. But and of course, when I see David T. Walker. You know, we David T. Walker. You know, we uh, uh, we did a lot of a uh, mm. lot of sessions together when I was at Motown. So when I was at Motown, I called everybody. You know. I mean, we called everybody that you know to to work. You know, because I was in a position to call anybody. I, I you know, when I when I would do an arrangement, I was just Philharmonic, a Philharmonic orchestra. You know what I mean? I mean they, when they they when they went on the Hollywood Bowl, they they was in the studio. You know what I mean? So that's that's what we. That was another an, a, another thing that everybody did. You know, we called each other for sessions. You know, we was on a whole a whole whole another whole another thing there. You know, we weren't even thinking about oh, there was music. But it was a different kind of thing. We wasn't playing. It's exciting like, to, to look at it and say, who can? Which one of my boys can I bring in? And that was right. Yeah, it was. And I and I had that. I was, you know. But uh, but anyway, I, I think uh, um, now it's um, so, somebody asked me the other day, where do we go from here? And uh, I'm I'm really not sure. No, and, and and that's okay. You don't need to. But I want to go back to Sunship. Okay. So so. Ship, ship, you you were gonna you kind of you you were kind of beginning to realize that you had made a decision to go to a lower level label. I wanted to sing, stupid me. Yeah. I wanted to. I'm a singer. I am. You know I, what can I say? I I wanted to sing, and they wanted me to shut up and play the piano. So I. <laughs> and that's the truth. Mm -hmm. You know. I said, well, at least let me. You know, a Russ 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 Reagan. Uh, was uh, you know he was a big man you know he made Barry you know Barry White he, was, he you know hey he was he was a uh, 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 he was a man you know and uh, 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 what can I say uh, uh, 
after he called it. He said, "No, you you know, and I I should have taken, I should have taken it serious. I should have taken you know you know I mean I became a group, a member of a group that traveled with Diana Ross, and you know then of course broke up, and then finally the, you know then I evolved to a producer writer you know arranger, but I you know five years I can't speak for you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I came obscured you know I mean obscurity to." From an artist to to an unknown to you know to a, to a comeback for the next five years, you know what I mean. And before I went to A and M, you know what I mean. So you know it was a very strange time for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. And 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 although you know I mean I, I did some writing, some arranging, but you know I, I made some bad you know. What can no, you, the, uh, but but you yeah. wanted to sing and you decided to bring in who for that session? I mean that was a different band. Well, yeah, it was, it was it was it was a it was a whole different thing. I, I think you know the fact that I liked, you know, my my, my friend at the time was Lamont McLemore. Of course, the Fifth Dimensions were, uh, you know, of course, Ryan Rutledge. You know, everything was 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 Fifth Dimensions when the Fifth Dimensions came to Washington High. You know, and I so I watched, you know, I threw a you know group together. You know, you know, two ladies, Stephanie Spruill, was in my group. And that's age. all. That's so cool. You know, what I mean, so I mean, you know, it was three guys and two girls. You know, we, you know, you know, they, uh, I, I, somebody called uh, I, I, on YouTube one of our, our songs. Somebody called. Uh, it was a really funky song. And somebody wrote down there. Uh, we call us a wannabe Fifty Minutes, and then somebody else wrote on there. No man, it was nothing like the Fifty Minutes. You know. I didn't. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thank you. You know. But uh, yeah, and so you know, and uh, we were, so we were singing around town. You know, we were singing during during the time that Ninety Ninety Hathaway uh, recorded the at the Troubadour when he you know when he did the ghetto. The ghetto, Live, yeah. you know, our group was you know we fell up church. Oh yeah, we used to sing. I mean, we used to sing there. I mean, you know, you know, and uh, it it was just that's when the groups would just throw down. You know, if you was, you know, and I found out said this, well, this you know, but. When we got ready to sign with Motown, the same kind of thing. Louis left, and and you know when we got we got ready to do something, and Louis and you know and Stephanie was you know had a daughter. When we got time, you know then uh, um, Stephanie left because she was with you know we all came out you know was working with a big group called the Young Saints, big Motown. I mean a Las Vegas group. They were going to the White House. And I said, maybe you can't go to the White House because we got, we, we, we got a, you know, you know, Hal Davis, you know, had set up a, an audition. Nobody auditions like this anymore. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is a conference room with, with, with Smokey and, you know, and, and Stevie and, and Willie Hutch and blah, 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 you know, you know, in one room. Norman you know. Whitfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, you know, and, you know, and, and we, you know, with a piano and the group. You know, they want to hear us, you know, and she says, well, I got to go where, you know, they was going to the White House, oh, which was a catastrophe. But we ended up, we ended up, you know, I said, well, this is in, this is in uh, uh, we, uh, one week. We had, no, ten, we had 10 days. We had 10 days to replace her. And we got another girl named Olivia Reese. And Olivia Reese, we rehearsed with her for those 10 days, probably twice a day. You know, twice a day. You know, and uh, to learn five songs. You know, she's a bad girl. You know, still bad girl. You know, <laughs> so 
And we came in there and tore up the place, you know. And then, you know, and then we got another, you know, and came in the mail, you know, you know, unanimous decision, you know, to sign the group, you know. We had come up with a name, you know. But anyway, you know, so, uh, uh, but we became Diana Ross's group. You know, we, you know, Barry Gordy called, called me when we were rehearsing one time. He says, he says, Harold, I don't know what to do with your group. You know, he says, uh, the four tops of everybody else, I mean, you all, you know, you all are music majors in college. He says, you know, the, my other group say, you know, they, if I can just keep them out of jail. You know, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> for all normal groups and stuff, you know, uh, you know, whatever, you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, just, you know, Yeah, no, I'm with you. You know, you know, and so, so he says, he says, um, Diana, you know, she, you know, she left the Supremes and, you know, you know, she did the movie and, you know, she's going to go to New York. Y'all want to go to New York with her? So yeah. This was like on Monday. He said, "Well, can you can you uh, be ready to go by Thursday?" I said, "Yeah." So, I mean, that started on that that ended. I mean, that ended up uh, four years. You know, that, that started off with I was a four years becoming Diana Ross's group, and we did nothing for ourselves. It was a big mistake. And I'm like, I'm in the, I'm making money, but you know, then I'm watching everybody else. You know, everybody else thing, and I'm watching the Larry Carlton thing, and. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I said, God, you know, what, you know, and everybody, you know, uh, hearing this, this stuff, you know, her sex tent and everybody like, he must be dead. And I said, I'm not dead. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, uh, you know, and so, you know, it's, it's very, it's very interesting because I recently heard, you know, one of some playing from this album, you know, and he says, man, this is guy was just talking about this guy was in this, he was, I don't know where he was, you know, he was in the sixties and he was blowing and, yeah. you know, and he says, I wonder if he's still alive and I'm screaming at the radio and while I'm driving, I'm still, I ain't dead, you know what I mean? No, and that's the thing about, that's the magical yeah. part of this whole trip for me is, yeah. I, because of the miracles of modern medicine yeah. and, and this day and age, some of us are still alive. A lot of you guys, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. unfortunately, ship is not. Sunship, yeah. but yeah. when that, talk, who was playing that you had multiple track? Yeah. yeah, how did that? So I mean, you wanted to sing, but that band was. I mean, that was angular, funky soul yeah. jazz. I mean, you were that was a ridiculous album. Yeah, yeah. yeah so well, talk about that album. Well, it was. Uh, I don't remember. Um, all I know, you know, I did one tune called Valediction. I did. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I don't. I have the album. Okay, yeah. so I don't really remember. You know, truthfully, I, I was just trying to get it over with. I was under a lot of pressure. I was under pressure with Jose Wilson, uh, who was, uh, you know, A&R at, at uni, and, and then dealing with Harry Mitchell, because I was suing Harry, you know, you know and, for some, and, and, uh, um, and, uh, and then Motown was saying, you know, you know, are you free or not? You know, because they had the check ready and the group was all mad. Well, why didn't you say, you know, we didn't get us to do all this and, you, and we ain't even free? You know what I mean? So, I mean, this was before the big, you know, the big audition. This was pre, you know, before that, how Davis wanted to bring us in and uh, and I wasn't free. You know, and, and you know, but, you know, and that's another story. But anyway, uh, so I finally, I said, and I went to Lee Young Jr. Lee Young Jr. and Lee Young Sr. was two big names at that time. They were both attorneys. Lee Young Jr. was at uh, uni, and uh, Lee Young Sr. was at Motown. And um, they got together, whatever it was, and Lee Young Jr., he says, okay, here, I'll, all you gotta, he says, listen, give us one more album, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you a release. And that's what I did. And that's how, 
you know, you know, I had a couple of tunes that I I wanted to do, and the rest of it I just I I I don't I don't even remember what's on that album. Most of, most of you know. Uh, it, it is the choppiest angular shit I've ever seen in my life. But I'm trying to figure I out who know. else. Who? But I mean, who is who is the besides Sunship? There was another cat playing drums. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, the Ronald Green was a, 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 another brother playing drums, but uh, no, there was it was an African name. But, it was, but, it was uh, a was strange a, name. Manyungo. Yes. Manyungo. Uh, Manyungo. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Tony Poinsett. Okay, these are these are some cats that I want to talk about these guys because this, this this is the grits and gravy for me right yeah, here. This is where yeah, yeah. the melting pot begins. Yeah, now these these are two. Uh, Manyungo was uh, once again was his. Uh, uh, Manyungo was. Uh, he's playing tomorrow. Sure, he was. He's, yeah. You know, he's been with the uh, you know Stevie Wonder. You know, when when Obama was uh, Manyungo. Yeah, Manyungo. When he was uh, uh, Obama was first elected. Yeah. You know, he was he was at the White House. I said, "Well, go ahead, all." <laughs> so, go how did you on. those cats? So, well, see, these are these are Washington High School cats, right? You know, that's 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 the difference. They were they were they was in the neighborhood. You know, I mean, uh, walking around with they, you know, you know, and uh, and uh, and Yungo, you know, he was, uh, you know, he he wanted. Want to play and finally got him a bongo and so I said, well, you, you, "You're gonna have to buy, buy an instrument." You know what I mean? You know Tony. Uh, you know him. Uh, so he, Tony points that. I mean, you know he had a had a setting, but he couldn't play. You know, you know, you know could play and then have no set. You know, I said, "Boy, y'all, y'all need to get it." Together. You betwixt in between there. Yeah, right? you know, and uh, yeah, right. so they finally, you know, and and uh, we when we see each other, we laugh about it. He said, "Man, and they 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 be," you know, and we. We, we, you know, we talk, we cry. I said, man, you should have never. I said, well, it, it happened the way it happened. You know, you should have never stopped. I said, well, it, 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 you know, what can I say? I mean, it, it, it happened the way it happened. You know, I mean, uh, absolutely. I, you know, and uh, but that's the way you lived your life, man. Yeah, you that's know, that's what yeah, you were doing. You were, true. yeah. You you had that that yeah. freedom. Uh, you you weren't obsessed with control, and uh, you know, but but that album. Uh, it, it's so bizarre. I need to hear it myself. I, 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 don't, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't remember. I remember. I just wish. Time. I wish I could. I mean, it says. And I think it says blood, sweat, and tears. And I do something by the end. Valediction. Oh, I remember. You know. I mean, listen. Here's the thing. I never expect. I I thought you were you were spent and long gone after <laughs> I bought that album. I, I you know because I have really you know you reach out on social media and you find Larry Nash and you find James Leary. Mm -hmm. You find the skip, you know. You find guys, sure. And then there are other guys that are just still here. And and uh, I walked in on a gig on uh, on Larry one time, and he turned around and looked at me, and you know, and and, and, and start stumbling. And then you know, next thing he says, uh, then he stopped everybody and introduced me. Said, man, come on, I said, oh man, I'm, yeah, well, he didn't come here for that. Yeah, you know, go on and go on and play. You know, he said, man, and, and when he, when he took a break, he came. You know, and he said, man, you got to play something. I said, man, you doing. You're doing just fine, you know. You're doing, <laughs> doing you know. Yeah. And and, uh, and he says, uh, I mean, well, we we we, we go back. We we yeah. go back. You know. He says, man, do you? And I know, yes, I do, I remember. I mean, I say, oh, you cats, you know. I mean, you you come in after we got through playing and trying to do something, you know. What I mean, yeah, I, you know, and we laugh about it. I said, yeah. He says, uh, he said, man, what I still remember, you know, you know, instructions, man. I took it from there. I said, I know you took it and went on with it, you know. And uh, so we, you know. Um, but that, but that wide open, 
how many different percussionists were playing at one? They were all playing. I, think, I mean, it, it's, yeah, because it, it doesn't make any sense on the back. It, no, no. It says drums, point setter, the yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, or or Manugo. Yeah. That Manugo, but I. And then there are times where I'm, it says Manugo Woody Theus on Congo, but I, I'm like, Woody must have played trap at some he point. He sure he did. He played. You know, he sure he did. Uh, 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 he played on uh, Valediction. There's tracks you listen yeah. to like that sunshine. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I can't even imagine sitting around as you. Like as the older cat looking around, these guys, just the talent. I call him, and well, I mean, I knew him. I call him and says, "Man, you want what you're doing? You know, come on, record this with me." You know, and, uh, yeah. where is yeah. the? Where, do you, do you, uh, are there cats today that still can play those drums? Congas aren't in the neighborhoods anymore. Well, no, because I mean, I still have to call. Uh, I still have to call. There's a there's a pastor. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. There's a pastor. Wait oh. a minute. <laughs> younger, younger pastor? No, no. Well, he's he's younger than me. Yeah. He's, he's in his 50s, but I mean, I mean I'm mean, i 63. But there's a pastor. Mm. He's in his 50s, 50, maybe almost 10 years under me. He plays behind him. What's his name? He's, um, his last name is Alexander. He's a pastor of Price AME, AME Chapel. Oh, God, what is his first name? But his, he's, is Alexander, you know, is, what, what's the name of the chapel? Uh, Price A M E. A M E. Yeah, A M E. Uh, uh, African Methodist Episcopal. He's gonna lose his mind when I give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll let him know that you you, you you told me about it. So he, but but he plays. I'm talking about younger. I mean, you're talking about like yeah, my young goal is like where are the sunships of today? Yeah, you know. He, but he is a he's a kunga player. I mean, he's a percussionist, and he plays. Hits me out. And we just we just met recently. We just met, you know, we're in the world. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just not, you know, like you, you were saying, uh, I hadn't met a percussionist in, in, in uh, you know, never. I mean, it's, I mean, when was the last time? I mean, and then everybody you mentioned, now all the, you know, Bobby and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, Louis. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, no, I'm talking about doing, see, Bobby was called during the Motown. I mean, these are people that you could call in. You know what I mean? So when you when she uh, called her in, you know that that was Motown sessions. You know what I mean? You know even Stephanie Sproul was got got calls for for, for playing uh, the tambourine. You know what I mean? Dude, Donald Bla when I interviewed Ma Harvey Mason, we played a cut off Blackbird, which which is an album ah. that that Donald Bird did and. Yeah. Spruill, Spruill, we talked about her. He, we, we, she was playing uh, tambourine. Yeah, tambourine and, and singing background. I mean, she was, you know, Stephanie was. Stephanie is. Uh, she was pretty. Had the prettiest, the whitest teeth. You know, we used to say, "Girl, let me see your teeth." I said, "Did you, did you, did you hang out at the <laughs> dentist?" She said, "No, I just, it's a natural, you know." Yeah, no, I like the fact that you got the, the. I mean, uh, the, there's nothing really more attractive than than like women. Playing drums. Yeah. Well, yeah. she was, you know, she was, and she, you know, of course, she, she would do a little shaking. Everybody, would, you know, you know, she did a fine thing. Oh man, I mean, that, 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 that to me is yeah. the that, that's what's yeah. missing in, in you know. Oh, yeah. I, I listen oh, yeah. to jazz today, and I, I I love listening to trap set, but but you had to have fun doing what you're doing. Though. You had to enjoy what you know. There was some joy to it. It was joy. You know. That's right. Really, you know. You know. So, but anyway, I I um, um I, I need to call her because uh, she was uh, uh, I was watching. Last week, and I watch. Uh, it's uh, Beyond Belief. It comes on, uh, you know, the uh, Sci-Fi station mm -hmm. called Beyond Belief. And you know, at the end, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Fred, the guy that's uh, he was on Star Trek. 
uh, he played number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, after at the end, when he you know when he uh, gives uh, you know the you know the you know uh, his his last comments on he says uh, which one you know uh, mm -hmm. of of the movies was true uh, or was was false. You know. Um, well, the other day, a couple of weeks ago, recently. Um, hmm. uh, I heard, um, oh, a, a jazz, uh, jazz piece, uh, 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 I don't know if it was all of me, why not take all of me, or some of one, you know, and I, and, and I heard this voice and I says, I I didn't know that voice, you know, and I ran back in there, you know, and, and I looked and that was Stephanie, you know, Stephanie Sproul. Yeah. And so, and I said, well, wait a minute, this is a sci-fi, this is, uh, this is, you know, you know, beyond belief going to... <laughs> wait, know, she was singing? Yeah, she was singing. And it was a nightclub scene, she was singing a song, and I said, Stephanie, I said, get out of here. So I sat down, you know, and, and she, you know, she, you know, and so then... The, um, the 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 movie, or, you know, the uh, it fast forward to something. I, I missed something because it, it fast forward, and now a guy came back to the club, and the club now is is old, you know, cobwebs that hadn't been open in years, and they were trying to find something, you know. A, a, I don't know what the connection was, but the connection was a ring, you know. I mean, I just, I just lost, you know. I mean, I lost the, the, you know, because I got on the phone, you know, trying to call, you know, to the, you know, Stephanie's, you know, you know, and, and I lost the plot, you know. So I don't know what the plot was, you know, and uh, and so, um, um, but anyway, they they found a ring that was the the, the ring was a connection, and uh, at the end. At the end, it's totally yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. At the end, then Stephanie comes back on at the end, you know, you know, and 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 uh, and, and uh, singing the same song, you know. They, they brought they brought the scene back in, and uh, and she was wearing the ring, you know, and you could see it, you know, uh, and and I said, and I, I I can't, you know, I don't know what the plot was. All I know it has something to do with ring because they found that ring in, in this in this abandoned. You know, nightclub. You know, it was all you know. It used used to be, you know, but it was the same nightclub. And I, I you know, I said, get out of here. So, I, uh, I said, uh, um, I, I've been meaning to call her. I said, do I have to tell her? I think I was on Facebook when I said, girl, you, you better go on. No, it was, it was. I know it was. It was. It's, it's, it's other thing that we are, we're on together. It's uh. Um, it's like a newspaper. It's like a, a she's on and I'm on it too. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I sent her an email. Yeah, it's an email list. Yeah. 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 And so Stephanie Hyde, Stephanie Hyde, Stephanie Sproul. <laughs> Harold Johnson, uh, you you you're, you embody the musician that I so love to talk to. Um, as great as it is to be able to 
potentially talk to guys like Hugh Hefner and Bill Cosby, guys that are famous, uh, I'm more apt to go after the unsung hero. And the guys that have had an impact on me through psychological hard times in the music, getting me through the music, and then actually going deeper than that and exploring how it came about. And um, I wish you just tremendous success, continual creativity, and just know that you can look back. It's, it, most importantly, you're going to look back and be your, your hardest critic. You will be. But you led your life a certain way. You, didn't, you weren't neurotic. You weren't nervous. You weren't uh, obsessive. You know, maybe a little bit, but you, know, you let it flow. And so things, the ball bounces certain ways, but everybody's got their, their shit to deal with, you know, and, and, and the ups and downs. And I, I just, it, to me, it's an honor and it, it's, a, it's, it's the creator's, creator's way. I mean, I, I got this LP, I never, I just got it for Woody Theus. But then I listened to it and I said, oh, this man. is not, not anything like I've ever heard the piano playing, angular, modal, modal stuff. People are comparing, you were doing stuff before Stanley Cowell was doing it, you know, and you were part of a generation that traded, bought each other's records, played in a lot of jam sessions, and balanced the medium of, of love and mathematics. And for that, you you know, I owe you everything, and, and future generations will as well. Oh, thank you, Jay. So, brother. All right. It was, it was, it's, been, been, it, it's been great. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. All right.